0: Everyone's always saying, like, what are you going to do after school? What are you going to have to do like after graduation? I just thought, well, do something totally out of left field. Come back. If you still want to do all that stuff, then fine. You can do it. Yeah. And uh, that decision ruined my entire life. <laughs> 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 I have a lot of great stories and no money. I live in a basement. It's awesome. Traveling the road, last
1: known, is where I want to be. My compass, directing, a in like an open road with golden trees. There's an old man in need on the ground.
2: I got a I late checkout. Boom. Out Boom. Oh, say, explosion of good.
1: A stranger in my place.
2: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Ari Shavir's Scavenger Shavir, Shavir. Tank. I'm Ari Shavir.
1: In my place.
2: Here I, I go again. Am. On my own. <laughs> um. Like kinda like a uh, uh like uh like a drifter. I was born to walk alone. <laughs> you guys, today's episode is all about traveling. It's this okay? My friend Sean A. Bear, I met him in Hong Kong. We're gonna talk about hostels. Um, the guy's been all over. By the way, Toronto comedy scene. He's back in Toronto now. So. He's like a a good comic, you guys, who's done comedy in fucking 10 different countries. And he's new to Toronto, so fucking hit him up and give him some spots around town. You know? You know how hard it is to break into a new scene, and this guy's already developed. So, you know, be cool about it. Hook, Hook a guy up. Make him feel welcome. He's a good comic. So, yeah. Go find him on Twitter. He- it's Hebert comedy cause he- bear is fucking you know how the French people get I don't cause I've never been to France so I'm basing all my ideas on like movies from like a long time ago I haven't seen any movies of French people in like a long time and um, uh, Quebec Canada you know how French people get but they do get that way with the name though when you think about it it's kind of dead on You guys, here's the deal. You see them out there sometimes. You see them. By the way, I'm going to be in uh, Calgary this Thursday, Friday, Saturday at Yuck Yucks. Back to Canada for my second to last visit before I stop my tour. Last time in Alberta for two years. So spread the word, you guys. Tell everybody. Come Thursday. I can't do press on Thursday. So come Thursday. I'm going to do like an hour and 15 instead of an hour uh, to make up, to try to get people there more than the other days. But every day is going to be good. But if you can't decide, come Thursday, I'm going to go long. Um, and we're going to have a giant smoke session outside. Why not? It's Thursday. I have no second show. Um, and Patrick Capolino is coming with me. Remember him? Everybody's least favorite father. I forget what episode of this podcast it was on, but a long time ago. But it was a good episode. Um, But my point is this. I'm talking about travelers, and you can see them out there. You can see them at airports and stuff. They're like, they're dirtier. You don't see them in certain airports. You don't see them in, like, Kansas City airport. Maybe you do, though. I was going to say they're major ports and stuff. But that's not true, because they take major ports, and they get into other places, like Chiang Mai, not just the Bangkok. But you can see them in America, too. They're, like, a little dirtier. They're a little poorer. A lot of times they got backpacks on, big backpacks. They travel with all their shit on them. They're people that have seen the world, you guys. And they're out there. You can see them once in a while. Yeah, they're a little dirtier. But it's not from, you know, from being poor. It's from just not ever getting to a shower, not being bothered with it i guess that sounds just like being poor don't judge them talk to them ask them about stuff and listen to them because they got stories they got stories from everywhere in the world they'll tell you about crazy things they've seen they'll talk look at their bags look at their bags and look to see where they've been oh that's not still a thing right getting tags oh that's from like (laughs) that's <laughs> from like World War II <laughs> what memory am I drawing on <laughs> anyway Sean's one of those guys He couldn't hold him down for a while and now he's back in Toronto being held down but those guys are out there and they fucking get around and one of the ways they get around one of the ways they stay alive is hostels and hostels are around there's one on uh, off what is it Santa Monica Boulevard and like, just a little, right, where Tebow used to live? Just a little west of like La Brea or Fairfax. La Brea, I guess. There's a hostel there. In New York, they're around. Definitely other parts of the world. I stayed in in, in, uh, in uh, Melbourne next to a hostel. And you can tell, that's where they all go to meet. That's where they all go to meet and figure out what there is to do in Melbourne. What the next place they should go to. Oh, you haven't heard about this? Oh, you, you, oh, you ain't heard about? And Sean stayed in all of them different styles different places so that's what we're gonna get into it's a really funny comic who i met in hong kong he was like one of the best comics in the scene there and he finally left he finally took off from hong kong can you imagine that living in hong kong fucking three years they got a cool comedy scene there and um he met up with us in thailand he was on his victory lap from, from Hong Kong. <laughs> he did like a five-month victory lap to, to reward himself for a good trip to Hong Kong. Um, and he just went all over the world. And he was going to be in Thailand when we were there. Me and Sarah and Sam Morehouse and, 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 uh, and Pete Cornachion. Um, and so he met up with us for the full moon party. It was great. It was great. And then I just saw him again in Toronto. Now that he's back, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" I already had in my head, like when I saw him. I asked to do that podcast. We ran into each other randomly at a a a a bon me pork, you know, sandwich place. That was so cool. So distracted, I got didn't even think about it until I saw him. Fucking perfect. So here's what we did. Uh, I will be in Calgary. Um, Definitely come to that. My new hours coming along pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. And then I'm a bunch of places in a row. Well, first of all, I got it. This is Not Happening Show in New York. If you guys want to come, November 15th at the Bell House. Good lineup already. Florentine. It's crime stories. It's all crime stories. Pete Davidson is doing it. Uh, Steve Simone. Everybody's favorite. Um, I don't know what he's going to do for a crime story. Steve Simone, Um, (laughs) him and Florentine are going to be way different, Uh, Pete Davidson, Jessica Williams from The Daily Show, and who else, Sean Patton from This Is Not Happening, and this podcast, he's also doing it, one of the favorites, he did another story this year too, that was awesome, final episode of the year I think, Uh, along with me and Joey Diaz, Um, oh, don't tell anybody that. And you know what? Actually, comedians, listen to the end of this podcast, to the outro. I have an announcement to make for you. So all the comedians, make sure to listen to the end. Everybody else can listen too, but comedians. Um, And then that's it. That's my whole tour. No, I'll be at other places. Here's what I got till the end of the year. So Calgary at Yuck Yucks this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, So this is not happening on the 15th. Um, But before that, Helium, Philadelphia, Helium. 12th to the 14th thursday friday saturday and i think simone and i might try to go to the eagles game and then go straight to to the bell house in brooklyn drive together and then dallas texas november 19th 20th and 21st at the addison improv houston texas for whatever festival and i think that's it just uh, boston after that third fourth fifth boston boom can't even get burps out. I never know how to burp. Um, anyway, good episode, you guys. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, got a late checkout. It makes everything better. It makes everything better. By the way, if you want to give a submission for the this is not for the uh, for the tour shirt for next year, just give send me a sketch on like on my email. Don't I don't check Twitter much. Contact at arishafir.com Send me like a sketch or the idea of it or something. It's like you know, if you do something good, if I like it, I'll pay you. I'll give you five hundred bucks if I used your thing. If I knew a new one for next year, anyway, whatever. All right, let's start the episode. Bashan A. Bear, ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shaffir's Skeptic Tank, episode two forty three, two forty three, hostile territory. With Sean A. Bear, starts now.
1: I've been up to Paris And I slept in a park Went down to Barcelona Someone broke in my car And I'll search the world over For my angel. I searched the world over For a Euro trash girl Took the train down to Athens And I slept in a fountain Some Swiss junkie in
0: Get into it right away How do you like my room? I, I do wish you'd made your bed <laughs> <laughs> That makes you uncomfortable I'm starting yeah. to wonder why you invited me up here
2: Wouldn't if I made my bed That would be the sign That I want to do something to you
0: No, I don't think you'd need to impress me much
2: Oh, so you're saying i you already go into up it. here and like that'd be the That'd be the sign, like, he's down or like My he bed's not made He's already gets, he been doing a, it all day <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've not been doing it all day <laughs> Not something I've been doing. I've been walking around, though. It's just getting into winter here.
0: You can tell. Yeah, it's like that weird time of year where. How are you going to adjust to the cold? You haven't been back here at all. I, I'm, I'm fine. I lived in horrible Alberta. It's like I know, but not for a long time. Yeah, I think it's in it's in you when you're from up here. It's just in your
2: blood. That's what I used to think, and then I went to L.A. for a long time, and then I wasn't able. to I can't handle it anymore.
0: I don't know. I'm, I mean, good luck. I hated the heat. Like hated the humidity never really? got, yeah you only get used to sweating you don't actually get used to like being that hot <sighs> so i'm happy to be back here
2: i looked at that show in thailand and i wore shorts it was the first time i wore shorts in a long long time on stage really and They were like cargo <laughs> shorts and uh and i was like how do you guys it was so fucking hot and humid but then i looked at the audience and most of them were wearing pants you're just moist like yeah. girls
0: still expect you to wear pants like yeah. you're a decent human being and want to pick up so i hung out with this girl and she said i look like a tourist yeah exactly God, damn that's it. the problem you didn't have like cargo pockets or anything
2: sort of i think i had the big puffy pockets like the half outside ones how'd that go we kissed and that was it <laughs> that's what you're asking there you go yeah because i'm a fucking tourist
0: yeah this is crazy this is the third country you were saying that the other night. Yeah, 30. that I've hung out with you. Yeah, that's like two more countries that I've hung out with my mom in. <laughs> 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 yeah, which means like you're going to be on my passport, docs, like from this point on. You're like a reference, I think. <laughs> Way more than your mom. Uh, yeah, I don't even know my mom anymore. three
2: countries. I don't know how many people I've been in three countries with.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird.
2: I know, one or two. No, he didn't go to that. He didn't go to Mexico. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, like with my dad, it's like two. So where'd, it's, where'd you go with your dad? He brought us to like France when, when we were kids. Why? I don't know. I'm not really sure. He was like, We can go anywhere in the world. I got like the points and we were like, New York. And he's like, No, I guess again. Like, <laughs> we, can, we can drive there. <laughs> like, no, we all really want to. He's like, Well, it's been plans have been made. I thought you'd all say France. Yeah, no. He, he was going to, yeah. We, he needed to tell us to like do more research first. I think that was the problem. Yeah. Did you get that shirt in Thailand? I uh, definitely yeah this is like how was that do you remember how many bought <laughs> this was 150 bot, which is like 5 bucks and I that's this, the price you always negotiate someone down to so yeah 150 that seems like I distinctly remember though walking up and and showing her the shirt and then she showed me the price on the calculator Yeah, and then I immediately like turned my face into like the baby eating peas for the first time <laughs> like the, the instinct of like to be disgusted by the price Yeah, and then had this sort of shock like oh that's a totally reasonable price for a shirt oh, like, yeah. like I should six not bucks, be haggling this six down six bucks six fifty yeah that's fine that's yeah. totally fine but then you're like no 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 that's not the way it's done I like when I first moved to Asia, it was the principal. where it's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're a sucker. You're, if you, you don't want to be a sucker. Price, yeah, but I'm fine now. Really? You're yeah. Fuck like, ah, it. it well, whatever. it's like name the price before you walk up. Like, what would be a fair price for that? And then if they say something close, well, they say way yeah. belo- it's going to be way below that. Yeah, like thing. what they pay is way below, but yeah. like what I feel is you fair. You feel like
2: a sucker, though. I went to that great wall, and that guy was like, sold me waters or whatever, and it was like way too much. <laughs> it was like twice as much. I was like, no fucking way. And he goes, dude, I lugged up a bucket of. Yeah, Waters yeah. You're not gonna pay me for that
0: See like To me It's fair that you get To debate with them It's like Coming back here After years It's like It's so unfair That I just have to accept This is the price Yeah like yeah. I'm like oh Like coconut water Like four thirty five, Like Like fuck <laughs> Like fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, Like I guess Like un- Completely absurd But yeah, yeah. I guess uh, Yeah indeed. When a fresh
2: cut coconut Was like
0: 30 baht. Have you ever had like Coconut, coconut yeah. water Yeah Do you like it It's great really yeah have you not it's looks it has the consistency color and taste of jizz to me oh not the consistency (laughs) it like it's so liquidy like why maybe like 12 year old jizz doesn't taste that good though like for what you pay (laughs) for it it's one dollar maybe like at starbucks i feel like it's like six bucks no you i'm saying off the coconut when they just chop open the oh, coconut yeah, no, for if, you yeah if they give me the coconut but like if you go to the store oh yeah garbage you know, yeah it's like like tom hanks Way is in a price. factory somewhere literally like <laughs> castaway. away you're at tom hanks just like hacking into coconuts that's how they're getting it out yeah i'm paying his salary
2: yeah well i get what you're saying yeah what it's are cheap. we
0: what are we talking about it's cheap, today? i think what's the
2: oh well, the hostels is what we're going to talk about okay That's why I ran into you in Thailand. We were just fucking, you were done with China. Excuse me, Hong Kong. I know you guys hate China. They,
0: well, you know, don't lump me in. It's not my battle.
2: Biggest racist Asians I've ever seen in my
0: life. Yeah, yeah. The Hong Kong Asians yeah that's what people always ask me at home like you know you do stand up in China like aren't you afraid of being racist to Chinese people it's like you can't be more racist to Chinese people than oh Chinese God. people Chinese okay. people take the cake for hating other Chinese people <laughs> like Tiananmen Taiwan Tibet like I don't even like why that white guy like they don't care yeah like give us another 3,000 years and let's see if you can hate Chinese people as much as we, <laughs> we hate each other yeah they really shit on mainlanders yeah, it's it's such a crazy situation you know like i can totally understand why they do it but There's it's so much different and it's right across a pond pretty much yeah not even it's, an it's inland attached yeah. yeah it's just totally attached and they own it's like it's stockholm syndrome it's like the, the one who has no power is owned by like what they perceive as the less civilized less educated oh yeah it is stockholm syndrome the british like they try to revere them instead of like say fuck them yeah well you know imagine you thought saw yourself as more westernized more global and you yeah. know all of a sudden like you know people the, are shitting all over the yeah. street in front of you that's that's the, the perception the I'm Hong not Kong actually people here.
2: would say it we'd be like imagine if you were raised by apes uh, and yeah. then humans <laughs> taught you how to speak and read and be cultured and drink tea yeah that's how that's how
0: they view them they really hate them yeah they call them locusts locusts yeah and that's their that's the term in their language like they're swarming the city and overtaking it oh. They call white people uh, white devil. Really? Yeah, that's like the street term. Why white devil? Oh. So they liked us? Well, uh, I think it's an old term. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like maybe now they're fine, but yeah. yeah. It's like, but that's like, they'll call it to your face, like guai lo. It means literally. Oh, really? Yeah, like white ghost, white devil. Do they treat you okay in Hong Kong? Uh The natives? <laughs> the, yeah, the, the local yeah i think that's yeah, fine seems like they did right there's not much resentment it's like yeah. some other places you go there's some resentment but in Shang- shanghai it was just they
2: ignored you yeah it was like you were like nothing to them yeah I not think, even like angry just like they didn't even notice us like homeless people we're like homeless people to them
0: well it's like the foreigners like their culture and language haven't really like connected with the fabric it was like Hong Kong, they feel like oh, yeah. the white people coming there are kind of like why they're even there, right? Yeah. But Shanghai, that's a totally different story.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: You, like, you I, were mega affected by that trip. I feel like... It was fun. It was know, so foreign. Watching- I mean, you lived there, I guess, for a while. Yeah, uh, like uh, watching your stand-up last night. By the way, congratulations. I I should say it. Huge, huge sellout crowd, which is awesome.
2: It's pretty fun.
0: Um, But you're talking about Asia like more than half the time. Yeah, (laughs) two (laughs) trips to Asia. (laughs) Well, one of those stories I'm going to do for my storyteller show. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I felt so shitty. You were like, "Has anyone been to China?" I got like two like sad claps in, and was like, "Wait, he's not talking about me." Like, <laughs> it's where you just look really, over and be anybody? like, "No, that's the fucking, that's the guy from China." No, if no. I saw you, I would have
2: been like, "Oh yeah, Sean. Okay, tell him about the fucking thing."
0: Yeah, but yeah, no, it was you know it clearly seemed like that was a, an impactful trip for you. So that's sweet. It was so different. Didn't you feel that way when you got there, or you, maybe you're not as sheltered as a Canadian no i was oh yeah no i was more sheltered like you were you know you had some crazy like religious upbringing and yeah. that, that to me seems cultural i was the whitest kid you could ever oh really? have met when i first moved to asia yeah i didn't Why even did know how to use there? chopsticks really? literally yeah it was like using them like they were. like i was tilling a, a field like I no idea <laughs> it was like the worst white person of all time when i moved out there
2: have you ever had the people they did this to me at a korean place in shanghai where I just, they just gave me a fork like as I was using the chopsticks, I was already eating, and they just came by with a fork. Yeah, to be like, come on, just stop it.
0: It's like they they think they're being nice, but then like some white people like interpret it. I was poorly. trying to do
2: it. i <laughs> trying.
0: I'm better now, but yeah. it took. Like I went because I was so ignorant. Like really? I, yeah, I just felt like I. That's why you went out there. I was well, you know, it was a few reasons, but I just felt like I would had a super bubbly existence growing up in Canada. And can I guess the top other reason? Fine, a set woman. <laughs> uh, at the time, no, I wouldn't oh, have said what? that But yeah, now, like maybe going back That was part of the reason Were you running away or going towards? That's what it always is for new cities I was running away, probably okay. No, I was, I didn't like grow up I went to Korea first And yeah, I didn't grow up being like I really want to go to Seoul, you know Like the 88 Olympics, fucking yeah And like, <sighs> no, it was My buddy's like, I'm going here We can get work I was like, I'm in, yeah what did right. you do? Teach English? Or yeah from that, yeah. That route. yeah, that was... Yeah, it's like the pretty stereotypical first thing to do when you move to Asia. So, like, taught kids—that was pretty Did cool. Did You teach with Sarah? Uh, no, uh, our mutual. No, she was teaching another part of Korea, and oh. she was years after that. Oh, I was in like the first, not the very first wave, but the Korean government, like, really, really, at one point in like two thousand six, two thousand seven, like, wanted Koreans to learn English, so they made like this massive push to get people to come over. Uh, made, like, really great deal, like, big vacation time, big money, free flight. They pay for your place. Uh, it ended, like, three or four years after I was gone. So the government changed over, and they were much more, like, nationalistic, and they didn't want... They don't want people. outsiders, now. Yeah, well, they have them, though, but the government won't employ them. So basically, oh, you, really? have to, you have to work at, like, a private place.
2: Wasn't there a thing they just hired pretty much, like, criminals and shit? Yeah, like, okay,
0: nope. <laughs> so they they, like, didn't vet at all the people that were coming in at first. And yeah. so there was a couple... Instances of some pedophiles and whatnot that slipped through the cracks, and then uh, and then they like added drug testing and criminal testing, and then apparently the drug tests were too strict, and too many like Canadians really? were failing the weed tests. So. Oh, the
2: weed test! Yeah, like that
0: snowboarder got caught. Yeah, yeah. That Canadian snowboarder. <laughs> He's like, test everybody. We're all gonna, we're snowboarders, man. Yeah, that's like the first ever gold medalist in snowboarding really took a bullet for all the snowboarding he got community. it back
2: he sued them and got it back it cool. he did yeah. Back. yeah I
0: think he ran for like House of Commons in Canada really? he yeah. should win but stoners don't vote no exactly right
2: Um, yeah that would have been cool to see these fucking runaway people teaching English
0: yeah well they they even my second year there I they lessened the the requirements, so you didn't you have to graduate university. You could just be like, really, you went to university for two years, and were like, oh man, like fuck, it's I need a break, and they would let those people come. will well, go! And then I think it was like too much, and they thought, no, no, we that's should. like Scarface. It, it, there were people that probably shouldn't have been teaching out there. <laughs> teaching out there, definitely. That's
2: cool. So okay, so you finished your tour in Hong Kong. You had a good time.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. You enjoyed it, right? That seemed like fun as fuck. It was. It was really fun. I knew I wouldn't like stay there forever, but uh oh yeah, it's crazy. Like we took you on that boat trip and a boat was amazing. Where'd we go? Where what, what bay was that? Or d- what was that? it? It didn't matter. Doesn't matter it's like it's all the same. It's oh, like really? just these beautiful tropical islands. You, you go God. like close enough to a beach or a waterfall that you can go swim out to it. Like you can Yeah we swam out to like the cavey stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it, about that. Yeah, it's like that's what you do on a weekend in Hong Kong. You just like really? rent a huge yacht with your buddies, Loaded up with like drugs and booze. Booze and, just, and food. Yeah and Thai food. It's amazing.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All the people like they had to change the rules. They used to do it where the boats—they would tie them all together, so you could have like a huge flotilla or whatever. Oh. And then, uh, like a couple guys, like fell between the boats when they were super drunk and I got crushed. Yeah, I got crushed and died. And so the government put a law in that said you can't tie the boats up together.
3: You can still swim. Oh, like, you like swim to alone. You you can swim say, uh, the
0: other boat, you know.
2: I liked it. That was fun as hell. And the jellyfish started coming up. Yeah, Remember you were that? you were
0: freaked about the jellyfish. I told you the story about me getting stung yeah. by it, and you uh, you were like, couldn't believe that that's just a normal thing that you have to deal with.
2: And then you just kept <laughs> swimming when the jellyfish. After all that, then you're like, well, the jellyfish here, we should be we should be done, right? You yeah. guys were like, no, no, they're like twenty Don't feet over. Live in
0: fear, Ari. just <laughs> man up and get in that ocean. I accepted it. I started swimming with them, mm-hmm. jumping yeah. right by them. No, I yeah, I had the embarrassing experience of learning the hard way that you shouldn't let somebody pee on your jellyfish sting because it. Has absolutely no effect on it. Is that for real? It's a, yeah, it's a wives' tale. We had two doctors on the boat who took the moment with, that I was pouring <laughs> my male f- friend's urine out of a clear plastic cup. I shouldn't have used a clear plastic cup. He didn't piss right cup. on you? No. <laughs> I, would have, I would have been like, no, no, I'm pissing on you if I'm going to do it. Because there's nowhere in private. We were on a boat, right? As he yeah, he like, like pisses on me in the lower deck, which is a bit of a, it's like a dick move to the captain, like just pissing all over his boat. Oh, yeah. No, upper uh, deck. Yeah, Ever, girls, avert your eyes. You're about to see someone getting. <laughs> all, I'll just stand with my back to it you. It didn't matter. I was standing on the edge of the deck, just pouring clearly a cup of urine onto my own chest. <laughs> when somebody was chest? just like, "Yeah, well," it was like right across my chest, right on the the inside of my arm. And someone was just like, uh, "Sean's pouring urine onto his body," and like just everybody stopped, like like record scratch. <laughs> everybody looked at me, and I was like, and I showed them I got stung. I got stung, and then one guy in the water just like kind of moved up and was like, I'm a doctor, that's not a thing. Oh and I was like, how is that not a thing? He's, <laughs> he's like, that's from an episode of Friends. I was like, yeah, but are you like, really not a thing? And I, I looked into it, it's not a thing. So what's the cure? What are you supposed to You're do? You're supposed to just wash it with seawater. Okay. And if you have, like, I guess, so it stings you and it releases venom oh. and like, when it releases the venom it can actually leave like the lashes from its tentacles in you and then that just keeps like releasing nuking. more venom yeah nuking you oh. with venom so you take a credit card and you're supposed to like scrape off any leftover tentacle shit oh. and then you just wash it with seawater did the scraping hurt I didn't have to scrape. Nothing got, like, a left on me. But I had a friend that actually got wrapped around her leg. She was swimming, and a huge jellyfish came up, wrapped her right behind her knees, stung her for, like, two, three minutes, and she, like, with her arms only, got out of the water. And then she had to get three friends to, like, unwrap the jellyfish from around her oh. leg. They all got stung on their fingers, and then oh. it, they left all the lashes in her leg, and she, she said it was horrible. Damn. Yeah, don't go in the water. Nothing to no, do with it's, sharks. It's Nothing to do fuck, with though. sharks. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, shit like that. It's fun as hell to do.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, that's an experience, right? It's like you never leave your hometown. Like, I, I was going to be that guy. I was going to be that guy, like, never really, like, moved away from the place I was from. I just yeah. kind of, like... Yeah, I felt like when I was leaving university, I just saw myself being... So what changed? just wanted to check something out that was different. Like, I, I had, like i was ambitious when i was younger i was gonna like i was gonna go be somebody you know and then i thought well i could still do that i just should go look at something else like just leave university everyone's always saying like what are you gonna do after school what are you gonna have to do like after graduation i just thought well do something totally out of left field come back if you still want to do all that stuff then fine you can do it yeah and uh that decision ruined my entire life (laughs) (laughs) i have a lot of great stories and no money i live in a basement it's awesome (laughs) how many years did you go for (laughs) Uh, I did Korea for one year, and then uh, Hong Kong. I was three years. Three years, and I spent time. And I was living in New Zealand for a bit when I was there. Traveled around South America for three four months. Because you got to leave every six months or a year. Is that still a thing? Uh, Is that just mainland? No, that yeah, that's mainland. You can stay in Hong Kong as long as you want if you're working. I was not. I was working. I got. I had six jobs in three years. Really? Yeah. (sighs) What'd you do? I was a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I got fired. For continuously science not a no, no, that is a great movie though uh no, they wouldn't have understood anything <laughs> from the- <laughs> uh no i got i got scammed i got ripped off i I got hired as like a under the table fill in for some other guy, and uh they fired me the day before my paid vacation, and like I later got to like headline this comedy show and the woman who was my boss that fired me those years later she was sitting front row and she was just slamming wine like i could see it was super uncomfortable for her that her friends had brought her out and i was standing on stage just thinking like i was gonna just fuck with her like uh and i left her alone but she then later came to me and was she said you were always gonna get fired (laughs) we hired you to fire you really yeah yeah it's like super cutthroat I was like a naive, nice Canadian guy, just like, oh, like kindergarten teacher, like, oh, thanks so, everybody for the opportunity. Totally, yeah. Cold blooded, just slipped my throat and left me out there. Why to were they die. always going to fire you? Because they were like, well, we just needed a guy to cover for a few months, and then we're not going to pay you for the paid vacation. Like we oh, just right. signed you to a contract, so they gave me some probation period, and in the fine print was like, we can just fire you with like no real explanation on the spot. We don't have to give you like a month's warning. As water. soon as the other guy was ready to come back up the DL. As soon as the vacation time was going to start. They were like, then we'll use the vacation time to hire some other guy. That, oh. And then we can, we don't have to pay for that like six oh. week period or whatever. Cold-blooded. Just totally, Fuck. just a uh, bottom line, you know, don't care about the guy. I was pretty, I was okay. I like only went to work like, pretty drunk a few times and ultimately it made me a way better kindergarten teacher mm-hmm. there's no way being sober made me a better kindergarten teacher so it couldn't have been that there was no like actual <laughs> cause to find it
2: yeah yeah well all right that's what it is then so you finished? that's cool man but you finish in hong kong and you're like let me fuck around for a while how long did you stay out they were making fun of you How long you've been like In process of leaving Oh
0: uh, I did like I tried to do as much comedy As I could So yeah I, I like got people to fly me in I did a show in Burma Oh yeah With With uh, With Children's uh, uh, Yeah Yeah With William Ch- you, Yeah So you did the show in Bangkok With him Uh huh Yeah Yeah He promoted it so Going to Bur- that, Burma was the weirdest place I've ever done stuff Why Well cause The Like You know In China they say Three Ts Don't talk about Tiananmen Tibet Taiwan Right And then they just said the like, government. Stay away from yeah, about the yeah, government. Yeah, but then if you did, even that probably wouldn't be a big deal. Whereas when I got to Burma, yeah. Will was like, we'd have to have the talk. So he's like, you're headlining and we're going to ha- chat with all the other guys, but like, we need to chat about like what is, what's off limits. And so he told me this story. He probably told you as well With this Kiwi guy who owned a bar in Yangon in the capital. And he... Try to fly in some DJ and he put a poster on his Facebook page. The DJ? No, the guy who owned the bar, the Kiwi guy, put a poster on his Facebook page to promote the DJ show. And the poster was a picture of a Buddha statue. And he photoshopped like Dre Beats headphones onto Buddha. Yeah. And some guy called him up the next day and said, I saw that thing on your Facebook. Take it down. Like, what are you doing? You have to take it down. Took it down. Two weeks later, Two weeks later? Two weeks later. So, like, it, he thought it was fine. Cops raided his bar, arrested him, the three other guys that he owned the bar with. What? They held him for months without letting him contact his wife and his kids back in New Zealand. And when he finally went on trial, they gave him four years for blasphemy. Oh. Yeah. Wait, how do they get it from Facebook from two weeks old? I don't know. Like, I don't know who it was. They didn't do the update. So, Will's, Will's like the thing he said to me is he's like you literally don't know if there's a guy like somebody working behind the bar he knows a guy who knows a guy who's a buddhist militant who will fuck you just like in the rat. Government. It, yeah exactly just there's there's rats like north korea style there's rats anywhere you don't really know so don't oh. go in and he's like so don't tell any jokes about buddha like do you get it are you understanding and i you know like i don't have jokes about buddha first off but like I, I do now. It, <laughs> I couldn't do anything but spend six days thinking of like the funniest shit about Buddha. Because uh, that, yeah, because yeah, yeah, know you can't talk about it. <laughs> the right? longest so, amount of time I can go back. <laughs> totally, yeah, because like, ha- in your half your mind, you're like, what if I just said, what, what if I did do the joke, and then want to like, walk in the line too well like but even like what if I just went to political prison for like four years and then I became that comic that like was in political prison in Burma and then you're probably just huge immediately like as soon as you go back you can do like a special or you can like yeah but all your jokes would have to be about politics at that point no one wants to hear you, you talk about blowjobs you'd have a jobs. lot of time to think about your <laughs> yeah yeah assuming you were still like mentally Cool, oh yeah you know? <laughs> people think he's crazy he's like he's just <laughs> talking and laughing in They're his like, this, this hour is pretty dark <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't relate to any of his political prison material
2: you guys let me tell you about the nutrients and shit yeah, there's little pieces of nuts you can pick out for extra meals. Yeah, don't you hate when you
0: live with exclusively Burmese guys for four years and you can't <laughs> understand what they're saying? You guys, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> this guy in the front row knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like it, the whole week I was just obsessed over it. Like I was like crazy. Can like you
2: believe that for? How did I get it off Facebook two weeks
0: later? I don't know. It, it almost makes me think that's good for the fact that in China you can't get on Facebook. It's like you're almost oh, like yeah. protecting people from that stupid of shit. Themselves. Yeah, exactly. Like where you just put some reckless thing on there when you're drunk and then all of a sudden they're like knocking your door like, come on, man. Like, did you You, you really got to do that? Like, you got to make us come down here and grab you? You're like, we let you do everything. Just don't, <laughs> just stop, just don't do just the one it. thing, you know?
2: Yeah, we're pretty cool. Can yeah. you do drugs there or is that not? In Burma? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. those. That's what. It's so weird how some of those countries are like, we'll kill you if we find you with it. Other countries are like, do whatever you want.
0: Well, what you like in Malaysia and Singapore, right? Same yeah. in China, they'll say, oh, you get the death penalty, and then you go over to the guys, and you're like, hey, you're gonna get the death penalty. They're like, let's go smoke right now. Like, yeah, some of exactly. The, some of them it's fine. Some of them it's way more strict. Like, uh, like Singapore is quite a bit more strict. Korea very strict. Singapore's the lashings, right? Yeah, <laughs> <Not> lashing. <laughs> yeah, you get. 12 years a slave you get your whole like, oh. <laughs> like for, in, at the airport like I'm always like where what's the room look like when you get a lashing in 2015 that's like the, I want the mental image of like where do they bring you to do this like Let's do a lashing yeah, is it like for, a high tech facility now <laughs> like the, is All it like a robot lashing you know? <laughs> to give the exact proper it's, amount of yeah. It, like Burma though they they claim that they're drug free but they're the second largest producer of opiates in the whole world but well, they don't make it illegal so it's not a drug <laughs> well like no it. it's, a, it's highly illegal but it's like it's just a whole big nobody order. cares they don't yeah they like just say in New York well because they're exporting it all around the world so they have to say like oh yeah we don't do that but they yeah. second biggest producer and they never arrest anybody I don't I mean I'm I'm not growing opium in Burma but I'm assuming that like if you yeah. keep cool about it they're probably I heard about this girl in China who got caught with coke in Beijing like a girl that somebody you knew comedian knew oh really yeah what did they do to her they stamped her passport you can never return ever yeah yeah and sent her home that's a nice that's that's fine though right like that's it's like alright I get it on like, vacation <laughs> you know? yeah exactly I'll go but like that could have been way worse yeah it could have been way worse but here's what she did she got home and fucking
2: steamed it out and then went back <laughs> just just go poke that bear yeah because they don't fucking google anything no 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 they don't have google it's not like Canadian border where they look at like why you here. here mm, it's not because of this show they turn the monitor around <laughs> why do they even have swivels on the monitor
0: unless they're just there to embarrass you for lying yeah. no nah, it doesn't surprise me that China doesn't care like that's the big like in the west we think China like we think big bad China like the red beast and all that it's like you can do anything in China mm-hmm. anything literally like I can't do shit in Canada. Like if if a cop sees me do anything, like literally a cop can see you do shit in China and they're just like, They just don't even look at you. I don't even care. Like as long as my boss doesn't find out, like I'm not going to arrest you for that shit. Dude in Shanghai, you
2: could smoke pot in the streets. Oh, yeah. Like r- cops were right there,
0: they didn't even know what you were doing. Yeah, same in Hong Kong. You could do the same thing. We I my buddy and I were being so stupid on my roof one night and we were like had a guitar we plugged into an amp it was like an amp yeah we, that's 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 the negative of having uh, no laws yeah <laughs> pretty much we're it? like, your neighbors are like, we're like ripping around we have a bong on the table we got like a grinder huh. it's out somebody had obviously called the cop had to walk up 12 stories it's a oh. walk up and gets up to the roof just like just out of breath exhausted and we freeze up i'm just like looking at all the drugs on the table mm-hmm. and he just like looks at the drugs looks at us and he's like, please go to bed <laughs> like just really yeah it's like just be quiet and we're like oh yeah 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 and he's like yeah good night <laughs> and we're like oh, okay yeah that's It's like i was brought up here for the for the noise <laughs> i will correct that problem he's like come on you're gonna push me now just stop it yeah no we're like yeah absolutely Yeah, no we're going in right now we're just <laughs> mm-hmm. packing it up like
2: we we're in australia once in this we we're smoking next to a mall or something or next to a complex wherever the, uh, the club was and um and uh, some cop came, and there was a big part. It was, like, 15 people smoking pot. Yeah. And this cop's like, guys, guys, take it around the corner, please. <laughs> and uh, and two of the guys in the circle like, oh, yeah, cop's always trying to ruin our mood. And I was like, dude, she's being
0: pretty fucking cool. Yeah. No, it's like if you're going to – if you get the leniency, just, like, just just, yes, it. sir, no, sir, I appreciate it, sir, like – yeah. Like how many laws do you want to break at one time that's the i have a buddy that always says like only break one law at a time he's like if you're if you're like if you're high and you're driving go to the, go to the limit right it's like <laughs> yeah. don't like don't push your luck by like seeing how many things you when can they catch you for one they'll catch you for all of obviously. it obviously yeah obviously you got a dead body in your trunk don't <laughs> speed. You yeah know? exactly what are you
2: doing <laughs> yeah i'd be reckless um, all right, so then you went to Thailand. You went to all these places. Yeah, we we did Thailand. So when you travel around, this is what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about hostels in general because mm-hmm. I have not really done it. We did it once or twice in Israel.
0: Yeah, but mostly not. But that's your that's your world. That's my shit. Yeah. 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 It's like people have misconceptions, like you know, they didn't make enough like Claire Dane movies, uh-huh. you know, like. Taken, what like the movie that? Taken, Take which to, bro- broke Back Palace? No, what was uh, it? Broke, Broke Down Palace. Broke down palace. Yeah. yeah, Taken, Taken. That's right. Take- she was in a. Okay, she gets out of the Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris, and within three seconds, they're in a van and they're like kidnapped into like the sex trade in Europe. <laughs> it's like if, that movie is enough to make any person be like, I will never let my children out of my sight. It's like the most unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, Paris. Like, at like, broke Down Palace. They like they go to Thailand. They get they put in jail for thirty three years or whatever. Uh, yeah. It's like pretty well not a realistic situation. But people in a hostel probably wasn't like the movie that helped the reputation of hostels around the world. But yeah, no, it's the cheapest places you can get beds, especially if you're traveling alone. It's where you're going to meet people. It's where you're going to party. That's the biggest thing, the social issues. Exactly. So yeah, it's like if you, even if you're with people, right, it's like it's a party every night for the most part. Why, why? So there's different types of hostels, right? There's like, there's youth hostels, which are like generally code for party hostel oh um, there's different
2: types of hostels yeah and then there's like
0: longer term stay or quiet hostels and g- generally on their website they'll say like it's a family house or like it's a you know we live and are happy to. it's like they'll present it more like a sounds like a bed and breakfast but they'll call it a hostel and is that one still social It'll be less social, but you still might meet somebody like chilling and reading a book in the main room and they'll still like give you opportunity. They'll say like, this is what you should do around town. We can help you like book a thing. Like generally hostels are like taking the pain in the ass part of like going to a travel agent or something and maybe like getting directions to a bus station or helping, having somebody help you. Just putting that all into one business. So where you sleep is where you drink is where you eat is where you meet people is where you like book your oh, really in and out of town. Your, yeah. Your meals go there? you can eat like some of them some of them Come are like with. the biggest operation ever like when i was down in south america they, they essentially have bars with beds in them like they have these uh-huh. these mega hostels where they have like 300 beds and you get in and they give you a wristband with a chip in them and they've got the whole first floor is like a bar it's got a restaurant running the whole day cheap drinks but you don't have to pay with actual money you just swipe at the bar with your wristband and they'll charge everything to your room for when you check out which is it's like the dumbest idea if you're a traveler to be like oh that's so convenient because like the same girl like that night at 12pm she's just gonna be like everybody get shots and sandwiches and then like the next day she checks out and she's like oh I didn't know I spent $500 when I was blackout drunk last night and these, these places they'll, they'll make a killing the, the ones that are like bars as much as they are hostels
2: yeah so because people just keep drinking and paying
0: them totally you've, oh, you've already yes. gone to the place where all the other backpackers are partying right so some of them they said one was it in Hong Kong? That was like
2: no 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 no. It was in Thailand somewhere in Bangkok, where all the fucking hostlers, some some path. Did you go to Bangkok? Stay in a hostel there. Where's where's all the backpackers go? Like kind of north.
0: Kosan Road. That's it. Kosan Road. No 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 no
2: no no no. That's where the fucking nudie show is.
0: Well, it's there, too. Coast on Road's, like, where you can eat bugs in the street. and That's it. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then they're like, oh, it's crazy. Like, Thai people eat cockroaches. Thai people are like, no, we don't. You, <laughs> <laughs> you eat cockroaches. <laughs> we put them on the street, and you think it's cultural. Like, we just like making white people pay to eat cockroaches. That's, like, a hilarious thing that we do here. <laughs> really? That's the only place in all of Asia where you can like they'll just have like buffets of of bugs and disgusting cockroaches. Just to fool tourists. Yeah, well, they, they're not eating, like they have noodles and rice and yeah, they do and meat. Like they don't have to. They don't eat that stuff. But yeah, people. Be, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I was gonna eat bat meat, but then I was like, I pushed out. Finally, I yeah. ate a lot of that shit in China,
0: but the bat meat in Thailand, I was like, nah. Yeah, I had some weird shit like. They, they'll they do, like, the fermenting animals inside of a thing of liquor. Yeah. Um, like, you, you know, put the, the worm or the snake or whatever. You see the snake all the time. But I saw, I drank liquor out of a thing that had a fermenting skunk in it. Oh. Like, just the whole body, like, eyes open, like, what? claws out. Yeah. Yeah. What? how it taste? I don't, it's all, it all tastes horrible. It's all, right. like, it's all, like, 60%, like, cooking, booze <laughs> you know like it's it, none of it's supposed to taste good it's all like fermented rice wine yeah yeah
2: so okay so it's pretty much this is what i saw in australia too where it was like that's where people like or maybe i found out this from you in thailand where it's like people like what's there to do and right. so the people who just went to the full moon party and are still out at hostels like oh in like another three weeks it'll be this full moon
0: party if you just got here it's yeah. great or whatever it is but that's how you find out the cool shit to do right yeah they'll tell you what's on or they'll tell you where to go or if it's a really good hostel and I have a great tip about this. Actually, yeah, they will basically they'll have a guy who like runs events, basically. So either they'll host a party, or they will say like, they're, "You know, meet at nine, and we're going to all go to the bar." So if if you are traveling in alone, you just got in, we're all going to party. So who says this? Well, the the hostel. So if a hostel presents itself as like a party hostel, like mm-hmm. a youth hostel, then they have an incentive to like give you a party every night. So uh, they will usually have a guy that's like his whole job there is to just be like party master. <laughs> so we figured this out. My, my buddy and I like figure this out in South America. And so we got to this one hostel and you know, we're pretty social guys. Like we always had some weed in our bag and a flask and some shit. So the first night we got to this one hostel, it was just this guy and this girl working there. And we got in, and just started like chatting, like playing the guitar a bit. We're getting people to come around in the room. We're getting people to order beers. We start like, chilling we're like where are we all going tonight we get a recommendation from the guy we're like okay we should all meet and whatever at one point the guy running the hostel brink just brings like a couple joints over just what? gives it to me and my buddy and we're like oh oh like thanks man that's cool he's like yeah yeah no worries why don't you just uh, light that up and pass that around we're like okay cool and then like an hour later he brings like a bunch of beers and he's like oh yeah and we're like oh like, dude this is like super nice to you you don't have to do this he brings us another round of beers eventually i go up to him i'm like hey man like you know i can cover some of these beers and he's like listen I haven't slept sober in 28 days. Uh-huh. My job is to go to the bar every night with a fresh slate of 19-year-old Dutch girls and German kids, and I am so fucking exhausted. So you and, were taking care of it for him? Yeah, he's like, if you take all these kids out tonight it's all on me. Like your room what? is, as long as you and your buddy run the party here, I'll let you stay. <laughs> and he's w- gotten fucked up every single that's night. That's it. He's like, I can't, my life is unsustainable. Like this is, this is the worst, it's the best and worst job I've ever had. And so we did this for like three, four nights at this hostel. And we, the next town we looked for another party hostel, started doing it. This time the guy didn't come over to us. We went up to him and we're like, Hey, we'll take everybody out. We'll <laughs> run the party. But like, can you give us a discount on our room? Always worked. Really? Always worked. As long as they pitch their their hostel as a party place... They'll wow. give you free room or they'll do something because you're helping them out. You you're just like, went right up to him like, "Listen, here's the deal, bro." Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what Burke Crusher Yeah, yeah. well, they're they're like, okay, like, what kind of credentials you got? And bring like a, whatever drugs you have in your bag. They're like, yeah, or right, that'll do. That'll. <laughs> we trust you to take all these people out to the bar. Just <laughs>
2: show them a used needle, and he's like, "Okay." <laughs>
0: yeah, so that's oh, a he debt. hasn't been that's- non-sober in that long. Yeah, it was like his his life has become this instant nightmare.
2: Whoa. Yeah that's cool that's a good tip that's a good tip if you're gonna be that social guy I'm the guy who's gonna get pulled into being social right I was gonna stay at a hostel in Scotland and for the same reasons like what's there to do in Edinburgh no north after Edinburgh I okay. drove north why
0: didn't you like you stay in the hotel and met just nobody a, and just yeah had just, a quiet day just looked around at shit well I was oh. only there really to like look at shit and yeah do some mushrooms but you can look at well you but you can you know look at shit do with mushrooms people. with other people and look at shit you're with other people absolutely right yeah absolutely But okay, there is a there is one caveat I should mention. Like, if it's a youth hostel, there's like an age that you can get to. I'm not pointing at you right now, even though you are pretty old. Yeah, Uh, there's an age where you get to where like you're still okay to stay in the youth hostel. Yeah, but like you're kind of not okay to stay in like the dorm area like it's getting a little creepy that you're this age and you still want to like sleep in the 12 bedroom with all the like 18 year old girls yeah so you that'd be me you can still yeah i've been that guy Uh where you're like oh yeah no it's like sometimes it's okay there's another guy's like mid-20s i'm like oh i feel like and then sometimes it's like it's all pretty young girls and i'm like no i like can you put me in another room so that then you can get a single room so hostels hostels will usually have like the dorm rooms and then they'll have like a couple's room and you'll pay like maybe twice as much still way cheaper than a hotel. How totally much cheaper. How much? Yeah, so go. Ahead. So like Thailand it would be like, you know, 5 to 10 bucks maybe for a hostel bed, sure. but you'd be paying like 15 to 20 depending on where you are for the private room. Also, you don't have to worry about people stealing your shit. Does that happen a lot? It's never like yes, it definitely happens to people, but they have lockers. You just lock all your valuables in oh, the lockers you when you're not around. It's more like I was I was in Boracay and in, spring before we met up in thailand and uh, a guy puked all over my bed oh <laughs> just like all over the top sheet just you know and i came back in and i like sat down and it was dark he didn't even like clean it no well he was like i've turned on the lights and was just like so angry and then i turned around and this guy was just like spread eagle on the ground and <laughs> i was like all right there's the culprit right there <laughs> he was this dude from like dubai and i was like do they, are they do they drink there like maybe they don't drink there maybe that's the problem He let off the hook I didn't leave him off the hook, I was just the next morning I'm like, well, like I'll just take a private room for tonight <laughs> So I'm, I might be getting to that age where It's just, there's also an age where it's like I can't do this anymore I can't yeah. I
2: can't sleep in a room with fucking eight people
0: Well, I've been in ones like Where it's like a 16 person 16. room And like people are fucking on one of the beds I was or, definitely going to get to that yeah. I mean, how
2: much has that happened?
0: That's happened, twice I've seen that happen in a room Full I've, fucking in it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah uh, Undercovers are or like writing I've seen both I've seen like where people Are trying to be discreet and You can then, do
2: missionary Or side to side Without people really really knowing Or maybe I'm no, wrong
0: No on a regular bed On a bunk bed You oh. can't do shit on a bunk bed And uh, not have the, at least The other person on the bunk bed Know exactly what's going on Yeah And the sounds and, You know it's like But we've had people like We were passed out in the room Middle of the night girl like turns the lights on and just like comes in like fucking yeah part and people are, like shut the fuck up like sh- just you know middle of the night getting woken up so uh, if it's like a really big party hostel then maybe everything goes you can't be like okay i'm gonna go to get it eight hours tonight and then i'm gonna <laughs> you get what you pay for if you pay for a bed split with you know orphan annie and the other 16 kids in the room <laughs> then then you're gonna get interrupted you know how dirty are they they're generally pre- it's like so they have these websites like hostelworld.com which is the one i use and like you can rate the hostels so you book it through there and then you rate everything so generally i won't stay in a hostel that's like lower than 80% mm-hmm. and yeah cleanliness is the big one you know like there's one red flag bed bugs Oh. if like if anybody has written bedbugs on any reviews of a hostel it pretty well it just sinks the hostel like it, it's ratings plummet nobody wants to stay there i won't stay there because i've gotten bed why bugs. risk
2: it why risk them having cleaned it up properly
0: well not only that if you if you stay at a place with bedbugs they like can get in your shit yeah. and then you just bring bedbugs to all the other hostels and right.
2: everywhere you go too you're gonna keep having bedbugs there's no washing
0: it so yeah you have it's, to dump it's all your the shit. herpes of actual bugs it's like that in new york <laughs> yeah like new york. people here, you had bedbugs yeah like get away from me no they're they live like they live for like a year in a tupperware container without eating really shit. yeah the bedbugs are they're crazy they're from mars they're crazy they wow. yeah i got scabies one time and told, while traveling in China, and I told the story to these girls that I was staying in this room with. Yeah. And when I went out to get lunch, I came back and all the girls had checked out of the, <laughs> of the room. Really? Uh, yeah, they were like so grossed out by my story that they're like, fuck this guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's been infected. Like, that was five years ago. Uh, it, was, it was a super old story. And I was like telling them like, oh, here's a crazy travel experience. And they're like, mm-mm, gone. Have you ever fucked in a hostel? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. On a what, twin or like a, one of the dorms? Uh... In a number
0: of like oh in a, probably in a bunch a, huh in, <laughs> uh, in a you know I, I fucked on the roof of a hostel one time huh. that was who 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 it's like this it was a Swedish girl that was that we didn't she had a room that was she was sharing with like four other people I had a room we were sharing with four other people so we like went up to the roof and they had a... <laughs> I hope my mother listens to this someday. Uh, a, a pile of old, soiled mattresses that they had like this is the place where they were dumping all the mattresses that like were no longer suitable for the shitty hostel they were running. So we like, we like hooked up on the mattresses. Uh. <laughs> And it was like the sun was coming up already and there was like another building that was higher than the building we were on and there was like a guy like legitimately shirt off like waking up with a cup of coffee and just stood there and watched us. It's Fuck. like this Argentinian guy. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's a guy and she's like, I don't care. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. At yeah. The end of the night. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good hostel. God damn.
2: <laughs> Did she even speak English? We met these people in Thailand that they said they were together. One was French, one was swiss and when they met on vacation somewhere either in german switzerland or something like neither one spoke each other's language yeah um but this was like their eight year anniversary or whatever being together and never never speaking a word
0: to each other well no
2: now they've taught each other english and and french and and swiss but it's like back then it was just fucking yeah, They
0: were just at some fucking hostel And they were just boning They didn't even speak Each other's languages And it worked out for love That's like a personal dream of mine I've always wished That I could like Hook up with somebody And we spoke Not a word Nothing Yeah like It'd be like some weird Like silent film Kind of hey. thing yeah. I tried I got close one time And I'd been like Working on this Like Spanish girl And she spoke Not a word of English And we Like for a week I was in this hostel And I was really working How on it How do her. you work on it? Like you, you know <laughs> it's like I mean, there's like a probably a physical act out point of the podcast I where i can't you know as you know i'd like i'd you know, sit across right. from her and we'd try to like you know use hand gestures and kind of like yeah talk and she was i see I thought she was flirting with me she like gave give me eyes i was giving her eyes back she got drunk we were like high five and stuff when we were drunk i thought it was like it was gonna go down uh-huh. and then like the last night I, like, kind of went in for a kiss. Like, I thought she gave me the go-ahead. Like, I have this... If a girls like, looks at your lips, that's, like... That's it? That's the go. Yeah, that's, like, that's the green light. And so I kind of went in, and then she, like... She pushed me away, and I was super bummed about it because I couldn't even, like, apologize, right? It's, like, I can't speak a word. Like, uh, lo siento. Like, I, oh, I'm... like yeah, Whatever. And then she pulled out a cigarette, and I'd never smoked a cigarette in my entire life. She pulled out a cigarette, put it in her mouth, and then she offered me a cigarette, and I was, like, nah, I... Actually, yes. This is the perfect. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. perfect moment. A Spanish woman has just turned you down after a week of trying. <laughs> this is when you've earned yourself the first cigarette you ever smoke. You're <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Yeah, no, that was a really depressing story. Oh fuck. Yeah, that's a that's a total. My trade. sign. My sign is always if
2: they wipe their lipstick off, they go to the bathroom, come back, no lipstick. Oh. Because it's like they want to get it out of there. That's them like really thinking about it. Like, oh, I want to do this now.
0: That's like like some girls aren't wearing lipstick that's from like pretty and some Pink girls also something wouldn't. like that breakfast club yeah
2: sure no it's not it's not <laughs> that's not the only way you can tell but like if you see that happen it's like oh okay. it's on
0: yeah 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 if you see them like get naked like that's probably look at your <laughs> lips you've seen that work a lot yeah look at your lips yeah yeah because they want those lips exactly they're it's like they're making a, a signal to
2: that's you. a poker tell that always used to work for me is when somebody's looking at your stack of chips it's because they think it's already yeah. theirs and they're looking at how much they're about to get, and you're like, "Oh, you got a good
0: hand." Is that is that your teller? Is that no, like the Doyle Brunson 101, I like beginner was, poker? I think it was Michael <laughs> I think. But yeah, one of those. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I never understood people that they date, they each date in their second language. That seems pretty common to me, but it just seems like you'd have really. Difficult fights You know like oh, yeah. It was like when you, when you most need To express yourself clearly You can Neither of you can express yourself clearly Really, like Ricky Ricardo Just yeah. starts screaming in Cuban Yeah exactly I've met many couples Like he, he, They both spoke English That was always the common language the Universal yeah. language But neither that Neither of them had the first language As English Man it's pretty nice Having our language Being the universal language Oh It's, the, it's our western privilege It's the greatest privilege That we have You can get by almost any But French Spanish Who, who, who speaks Spanish in China? not in china i mean this if i was to learn another language and i'm always jealous of europeans because they're all like oh yeah I speak most like I six well, languages i'm from uh-huh. like switzerland like what are you from like some <laughs> garbage country that doesn't teach you any other languages uh yeah like i would spanish i think spanish you could get around spanish you get a lot you know, south america most south america central even, america even italy and stuff it's like close yeah you could like you could understand a word or we two. we had to take french in school here in canada and like when i was down there i like knew words you know they'd be like instead of in, a, B. in I went down to like Central and South America Just before I And some of them speak Kong. French No no they speak Spanish But oh. like the words Are the same So I knew like Vocab of French oh. And could like Figure out what they were Trying to say to me But French is a waste What do you got You got France you- Haiti Nobody, Nobody's <laughs> yeah. going there I think you and I Should go do comedy in Haiti That'll be a, <laughs> That'll be a next
2: uh, <laughs> Yeah
0: Yeah no the Fr- You can go to like Former French colonies But like the Spanish Were way better At colonizing So Really They're all over the place Were they the dominant ones I, oh, I think they were the worst. Yeah, like if you if you had the to see like doors, they would conquer. That was their yeah, whole name. but they like you know like the Incas, like ask the Incas if they thought the Spanish were quite a benevolent ruler. Like, oh, that's right. There's no Incas left. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like they were they were pretty brutal. I think the Spanish. Oh well, that sucks. Yeah, Did you I do hear have about a, that rape of Nanking? I do have a uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I well the Japanese. Yeah, I'm Are, saying they're in the running. The Spanish of Asia, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. That Japanese don't give a fuck. It, like through history, yeah. It, but it's like that's also our Western bias too. Is the fact that like you know we talk about like Hitler. Wait, we, we think like like a lot about germany when we think of world war ii whereas like you go out to asia and all they can talk about is like japan how they wouldn't ever buy a nintendo or like a that's a lot of of my
2: father's friends they won't buy Braun
0: shavers they won't buy bmws right they're like we don't support that shit that's just going away now yeah they like they hate the japanese out there they still don't think much of them but they were very brutal in world war they locked the
2: doors to a walled city and just killed and raped everyone
0: yeah, well, they had the this is this is a real uplifting podcast, by the way. Aww. They had they had like ple- pleasure women, right? And that that was the na- the rape in Nanjing that you're referring to in China. So they would they would capture all the local women, and and that would be women that the Japanese soldiers could sleep with for morale. That was the idea. And last year, President Abe in Japan did a speech commemorating World War II, and he he didn't apologize for. For that the women and he still never has and then the mayor of osaka came out and was like actually i think pleasure women was a pretty uh, sweet idea no way yeah that happened and then and then everyone else in? In, everyone else in asia was like oh come on like just, are you serious he's not bringing it up but don't fucking double down yeah yeah he's the that's the japanese rob ford or whatever that, <laughs> this foot and mouth what was his reasoning i don't I mean, know obviously yeah. yeah well you know <laughs> it worked i'm sure pleasure women. yeah yeah that part on that level <laughs> it was like, in, it yeah. was in the name but yeah so, where else do you go? Um, so, when I was in uh, South America, we uh, we did Uruguay to to Peru. Like, we did went from Uruguay to what Argentina that, to Chile. It's like we cut across and kind of went up the other side. What did we, you do? Moped or bus or what? We did buses and trains and kind of mixed it up. But yeah. we got to Bolivia and people always, like, talk about, like, Americans when they travel. They put, like, Canadian flags on backpacks and I've never really found that to be true also I've never found that people dislike Americans when they travel like it's oh everyone's super friendly to Americans also the Americans that are traveling are not the Americans that people are talking about when they are hating on Americans right right?
2: good point the travelers are the cool ones
0: and that's the only people they come in contact with totally and they're very like they're very self-aware of what people think of Americans travelers are always like I'm from Boston even like the super rich
2: travelers like the like the Ritz-Carlton travelers I feel like that's who they're talking about yeah maybe not but who comes in contact with them
0: nobody rarely and certainly not people with backpacks they're sewing shit onto yeah. but uh, but i went to bolivia and that was the one country where they fucking hated americans really yeah where they in the they people would be like if i don't know where you're from but like you say you're canadian like don't ever say you're american's like people will refuse business and stuff like that wow um and and it was the one place i saw a bus a long like long distance bus that had osama bin laden painted on the side like a what? Like In big, Bolivia? Yeah. That's hatred of America. They don't like, they don't like m- m- many people generally, but they really don't like Americans. Oh. That was kind of jarring. That was like, that was actually one of the scariest, like most places, again, like people think you go to some country and there's always like an old white woman nearby to be like, I hear it's dangerous there. Right. Yeah. It's like, and generally you're fine everywhere you go, but yeah. Right. Always, yeah, but like the fear—the fear, the fear factor—is important, right? Like people are generally afraid of everywhere, of everywhere. You know, yeah, like anything oh, I different. Heard one guy, oh, India. Oh, I hear Gang rapes. rapes. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, a country of 1.2 billion people. It's you know every day everyone is raped. All, yeah. Always, yeah. Like, You know, it's it's a story. Obviously, it's important, and people should be careful. And definitely, a girl who's traveling alone should, you know, be be diligent. And she but should, almost like not even. With the odds are yeah. like Be as reckless as you want Still Almost Still definitely Nothing's gonna happen gen- to you Yeah exactly Like most Like 98% of the time 99% of the time yeah. You're totally fine But yes Be aware You know Don't be ignorant But like People are went to who Brazil like, It's the same uh-huh.
2: thing With the UFC Right And uh, they were having All these rules about Where you should go And shouldn't go And it was like You, you get so tepid That as
0: you go further I'm like This is totally fine Yeah People are out <laughs> Wandering up into the Flavelas like It's fine for me here <laughs> like, yeah. why does he have An assault rifle I wouldn't go that far, but I went to the edge of the favelas and it was like, they're like, don't even go close to it. it My buddy like, and I went to, uh, I in Buenos it. Aires, we went to buy a bus ticket and some nobody told us that the neighborhood we were going to, the, to get the bus ticket was a pretty bad neighborhood. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's fine in the day, but at night, no, you don't want to go down there if you're not from there. And it was the first time that we were so scared that we bought a knife at our destination just to get back. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we, like, we, were, we went and it was like... Uh, like it was at late afternoon so it kind of like was getting to nightfall as we were getting to that neighborhood and it was just like it like we didn't know it was dangerous like it just kind of dawned on us like nice house medium good house shitty house like car on fire just like just like you're like all of a sudden like it's just a feature of the neighborhood car on fire like no like sirens or anything and uh, yeah like you know my buddy was just like Are people making Like really hard eye contact With us all of a sudden In the <laughs> streets And uh, he just started muttering Like oh we're fine We're fine It's like if you if You're unprompted to just to like, yourself Yeah you're not fine <laughs> Yeah when someone Unprompted goes No we're fine Like we weren't even Talking about it anymore yeah, It's I still going through your head <laughs> Yeah we Like it definitely was sketchy And we got to the bus station And it was just like Bus, sta- bus companies on one side Like knife stores On the other side oh. And like just supply and demand Right like You supply danger I demand weapons <laughs> Right now You're right. It's like taxi stands outside the airport yeah you're needed here yeah yeah no my, my buddy's like we're buying a fucking knife and I'm like you know I'm not a I'm not a guy that looks like he would carry a knife nor have I ever carried a knife and so I was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. like let's, let's hold on here like yeah. why are we gonna get a knife and he's like to fucking defend ourselves and I was like yeah but you know like run, run me through the like have you ever had a knife no Right okay
2: So like Yeah it's like What are you just gonna like Show them your knife And have them run away
0: Well that's it So I said you know I'm like okay a Guy comes up to his alley Like pulls a knife right He's like yeah I'm like well what do we fucking do He's like we, we pull our knife I'm like okay So So this is the critical point here What we all die in a knife fight Like how yeah. Like explain to me How this is a good plan He's like no no. Like what are you fucking stu-? He's like no Nobody does di- Like it's mutually assured destruction right like he doesn't want to get stabbed you don't want to get stabbed so we back down right he's like it's like nuclear deterrence you got nukes i got nukes so so nobody nukes i'm like yeah but like what if the fucking guy is the north korea of dudes that run into you in an alleyway right what (laughs) what if he doesn't have a fucking like like, political science master's degree or something you know Like, (laughs) like oh you don't know the game theory here like just stabbing you like oh come on but yeah, no, I thought I'd convinced him, and he bought the biggest fucking knife in the in <laughs> store. <laughs> he Bought like a, a switchblade machete. Like he really? bought this crazy knife. Yeah, it's not a knife. You want me to close that window for you? <laughs> no, no, that's good. Okay. What hey, you're, on, you're getting tired of hearing the the sirens and
2: the No, like I just hobos saw the sun down. on you that I was like, maybe it bothers you. But I'm gonna pause on my. Anyway. I go to the bathroom.
3: Yeah. Bup, bup,
2: bup. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know they have a washing machine in here? you ha- in the washer room washer and dryer yeah in this hotel is that the is that the mini bar fridge like are all the beers and shit you in there beer? yeah if you yeah sure i
2: saw you drinking coffee and i was like maybe uh he doesn't want one but i feel like this would be perfect dude how much booze is there in, in asia and in southeast asia in general it's a problem if oh, they have Gen- a chang we're definitely drinking those they do not
0: well it's like we live in the one part of the world where you can't just drink openly on the street like you mean like, the west right now yeah where the where west we
2: yeah like, you, you know. can drink openly on the street like a free American. You can just buy a beer from a
0: Hutong in Beijing yeah. and just, for fucking 20 cents, tops. Yeah, and they charge the right amount. 20 they charge ounce. what it's actually worth for that beer, which is nothing. It's just piss water with a bit of alcohol And the reason the it. place is open at 3 a.m. is because the guy owns it and he was like, yeah, I'll just stay open. It's, it's fucking hot. Yeah, can't that's, sleep anyway. That's freedom. That is actual freedom. Everything we got going on here is not real freedom. Yeah, it's pulled back. And then we just say we're free. And it's like, what are you talking about? We're like only free. You must free... see it, huh? Well, we're free from like not being able to criticize our government. That's like, we're free from that. We, yeah. can, we can get mad at our rulers and kick them out. But but we pretty well let our rulers do everything else. you know? <laughs> Do whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. But we just can't really
2: get mad at us for making fun of them. But then sometimes if we do it too much, then they just will. They'll just come down. Yeah. Every once in a while. What do you want, beer or booze? Uh. Beer's good
0: The third the, See the cream or there You cream is good? Yeah cream good Have I've you had a cream No I've not. Oh right. yeah you should have one of those I've definitely had Ricketts Red I'll that's try a the, You're in Canada now. You don't want to get f- Some piss Heineken or What's wrong with Ricketts Red though? Rickert's Oh that's good That's just a You know darker beer You can have that
2: Yeah I've never had a cream though got i got a Molson Canadian So
0: if you're 16 years old And you're <laughs> In high school And want to have your I'm first busy. beer ever You can drink that That's what that is? Molson Canadians like the, the midway point of all beers in Canada. What does that it's like, mean? It's a starter beer. Like Every beer is either 50% better and, or 50% worse than Molson Canadian, and every beer is 50% lighter or 50% darker than Molson Canadian. It's like the least interesting <laughs> beer you can, we could order. The least interesting beer in the world. Yeah, that's in the ads, I think. The least interesting beer in the world? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, cheers. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate that.
2: You're welcome. I got this idea when you were in Thailand, when I saw you in Thailand. And I was like, well, maybe I'll see him in Canada. And then, you know, my organizational level is not the greatest. Right.
0: And then I ran into you at a fucking Vietnamese place of all the places. That was, yeah, it was funny that you ran in to get a Vietnamese sandwich, and I was just like... What the fuck, Ari? Like, I mean, should turned around. I thought it was just somebody who's come to see a show because it was nearby. I Thought it was your I millions of fans just <laughs> approaching you and it me in a bond Toronto's a good city for me, but then I was like, "Hey, what the <laughs> fuck?" To so be completely off guard. That it, when we were at the full moon party, party, we totally lost each other in the mayhem that was the party, and then I just ran into you like two hours later. You're coming out of a toilet, and I was just like, "Oh, hey, Ari!" And you're like, "Oh yeah," like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you doing?" And then wait, we, is this after I already seen you there? Yeah, we already did like one oh, yeah, room shake. Uh huh, and then. And nothing, which were shit. And they then didn't do immediately. Anything. I saw you, and you were like, "Should we try more of the shroom? Like, should we see if now they're bad?" <laughs>
2: Coming out of the bathroom, like, should we? I was
0: just dumping <laughs> from the fucking weird dairy that was in this. Yeah, we did. We got more, right? Yeah, and then they were also shit.
2: I had like two and a half of them, and they said one is supposed to wreck anyone.
0: Yeah, I think at the beginning of the day they're strong, and then they know as soon as you've had a bit of some shit. Somebody told me later, meat. you
2: could just ask them for the ingredient. Just be like, "Just give me the straight shrooms. I don't need the shake. I'll pay you full price. Just give me the shrooms, right." Like, just like the fucking the, the, uh, liquor, where you got to like watch them oh, open okay. it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me hear the crack, otherwise I know you're going to replace this.
0: Yeah, I mean... But if you do ask them, they're like, sure, then you got me. That I'll makes give you, sense. I'll give like, you the we, real booze. We walked into that pharmacy, and we're like, hey, we want Adderall to snort. And then the woman's like, oh, here, it's it's, it's right on the shelf beside the cold medicine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we trust them for that. They could uh, put
2: anything in there.
0: They Yeah, they had everything in that pharmacy. We you ever
2: snorted Adderall before?
0: I don't know why we even did that, though. Because of fucking... I know, Fred. Yeah, well, we like we could have just taken them as pills. I don't know why we had to. She said they hit harder. Yeah, well, did they? I guess. I, don't I know. Was... I mixed it with nine other things. <laughs> it's hard to tell what it did. I was traumatized. We got stuck in an elevator together, which forgot about that in a hostel. In well, like in a really, really shitty hotel. That like, was hotel. It could have been a a hotel slash hostel, but. We got stuck in, in in like the the most terrifying elevator I've ever been in. Like it was such a shitty elevator. And we should have known before we got in that like when you stepped in it like it was felt like it was yeah. on springs. Like yeah. it, when you stepped in it like moved down a little <laughs> like bit. it was going to shoot you to the top like Cuba. Yeah, like clearly this is not going to be like you, you should not fuck with the like eight people max sign I don't or whatever. Fuck with it. Well, we got in, the door closed, and then the lights turned off and the elevator dropped like a foot and it was just like Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. loss of all power, and we we were sardine can in there. We were we were stuffed no to the rafters. It wasn't like there.
2: Um, we open it, it's
0: like, and it won't start. It just was closed. No, and no, done. No light, no alarm, nothing worked, and then we were all just crammed in there, like what, like nine Someone or ten. Someone was of us. almost
2: freaking out. Maybe it
0: was Sarah. Well, because for the first or did like she get a, 40 didn't get seconds. on the elevator with us. Was it my friend Pete Or was it Sarah Somebody didn't get on And that was probably A good call But we initially The couple guys That were in the front We ran to that dude From Alberta That was like that big fat guy that really liked to do whippets or whatever mm-hmm. that guy i love whippets that guy I love whippets. what's his
2: name he loved them uh
0: yeah i don't remember that guy's name but yeah we in- saw him later in co the bigger that island. guy ian the guy's name was ian, ian and we i ran into that guy he, he was like no my part. my freaking like pokeroo that i like the never sorry that's an exclusively canadian <laughs> reference so your are pokemon no i'm gonna i'll change the reference like he was like he i was f- just all over the place like i I would just miss him or whatever, basically, and then he would just pop up. Like he he showed up like the next four days. I just saw him in different places around. We saw him on some we on that just random street the next day or the day after. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was like, oh
2: hey, and we're like standing around right to the Whippet place. So he's like, Whippets. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, Whippets. <laughs> Let's go
0: find balloons. <laughs> yeah, but remember we we tried to open the doors to the elevator manually, and then the first try failed. Did not work, and there was like a 10-second lull. Where in my mind I was like, if we Fuck. don't, if we don't figure this out, somebody's Dude, gonna panic. It was and humid bad. as
2: shit in there too. Yeah. I mean, we're already the sweating was already started. Outside was like okay, but it was shorts and like
0: no shirt weather. Yeah, no, it was it, in like, that with nine, ten people. I truly believe that the opening of the door that we did was like a father lifting a car off a kid moment where like we i just was like we have to get the door open yeah, and like we forward. all just grabbed it right and just like pulled it as hard as we could but i think we tried it before we couldn't do it at all yeah. but the panic set in and we were like we no gotta no get the fuck out of <laughs> here let's
2: do this we gotta open this door yeah <laughs> we, the panic was setting in yeah once they were like okay well we could always try to open the door manually and then we're like we tried and failed it was like oh now we have nothing to fall back on
0: yeah like i hope they can hear us over the massive twenty thousand person beach party that's happening right beside this party oh my god party. yeah there's no way we, we would have been there all night we would have fucking died it would have been horrible we would have run out of air we banged for a while yeah and it was like this ain't doing shit no that was it was good of us to get out of there just so that we could go snort adderall that's the stupidest part of the story but was to that snort we, more adderall we didn't have a good reason to even be going to my
2: room Right, <laughs> we left this giant beach party to go snort adderall yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. Tar-
2: <laughs> yeah, when we got there right at daytime, it was pretty light. It was like, oh, this is a nice, manageable amount of people.
0: Yeah. You can kind of walk around. And then, like, three hours later, you're like, oh, wow. It gets fucking crazy at night. Yeah. That was a great party, though. Like, great party. We saw the one girl who, like, shit. Right in front of like <laughs> hundreds of people. <laughs> this poor like, just, you could see she had like shroom diarrhea and she ran out like 10 feet into the water. There's no, nowhere to hide in the ocean, unfortunately. Just pulls her bikini shorts down, just squats like a dog, like a shaking rock. and looking at us, right? And then we couldn't tell, like, wait, what's she doing? Is she just sitting there or is she, she's shitting? I can't be sure yeah straight shitting and then remember she didn't even like dip her ass like like low squat to like wash her ass in the water she just pulled up and ran like she <laughs> she like shame ran down the beach. like oh yeah she was shitting yeah shitting <laughs> yeah. definitely
2: nobody escapes uh you know yeah it was yeah. weird going out of the water to piss and you realize oh there's 35 other people pissing in this
0: water yeah fuck it i guess well that's a it's a great party you got like all the drugs party. in the world twenty thousand people two toilets you know <laughs> like do the math bud do the yeah. math you know what i liked about that party
2: i mean for me at least it wasn't about getting laid or trying to meet anybody it was just like hey let's let loose there's fucking fire jumping there's yes. that slide <laughs> we did that slide yeah i saw you slough off a pretty hot italian
0: girl well it yeah was like, eh, with my friends well, like you know, we were there to yeah, yeah to try to hurt ourselves on drugs. <laughs> oh man, was so much. Yeah, you know, that was the that was the M O for the whole night. But we did we we figured it out.
2: Yeah, I forgot about the whippets when I was thinking about the drugs. Yeah. Whippets, mushrooms, booze, Adderall, snorted Adderall.
0: Yeah, have you done that since? Bro? No, You'll I've never probably, just heard of it since. We will never do oh, it again. I've never heard of before <laughs> since. She's crazy. <laughs> she is crazy, but in a good way. She's mm-hmm. good crazy.
2: But it's like, all right, let's go with it. Um, yeah, that was fun. But where did you? Where were you hosteling up there?
0: I well, I had come from other islands, so I I had been in. Uh, I did some shows in Singapore and then uh, Kuala Lumpur, and then I came. Through the main, I actually traveled through Malaysia into Thailand by land, and I had heard for years that you're not supposed to go to this one area in the very south of Thailand, Why? where yeah, you know, there's like Muslim militants that don't. Oh, yeah,
2: that's where the revolution is.
0: Yeah, it's like every Same Asian country has like one part of that's like Muslim and doesn't like the Uyghurs that, in China. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They uh, they're in a province Or in America. Xinjiang. The Muslims. Yeah, just the Muslims that are all over uh i don't condone what Ari just said for the record (laughs) not all of them but the ones (laughs) yeah so uh, they say like don't go if you're a traveler don't like travel by land in that area and i was just on this bus one day because i was just like looked at the map and i was like oh ari's gonna be there next week because it's really easy i can just travel up there and uh yeah i was just on a bus and at one moment i looked around and i was like i was like oh it's like the the buddhist temples are all like different now and i was like oh shit this is the muslim part of the country uh, that i wasn't supposed to go to and i heard for years that i wasn't supposed to go to i just kind of like kept going kept my head down kept reading my book i was like that's oh, fine though it's probably Al <laughs> akbar am i right everybody <laughs> hey Al akbar don't get me wrong about akbar Allah all the time totally you know, i was fine but yeah no i went to the other coast and i went to a bunch of these islands phuket i did phuket yeah yeah Phuket's that's the first day i got there pretty fucked up pretty fucked up it's like a smaller bangkok i'm gonna say less
2: good stuff just the shitty part of Bangkok
0: yeah there's like a beach there called Patong that's where all the ping pong shows and all that stuff is it also in where uh, in, Phuket, in Phuket, Phuket too? there's also in Bangkok a uh, area called Patong 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 that's where all it, 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 ironically where the ping pong shows all sound kind of like the word ping pong <laughs> so it's very easy for you to figure that out but that's also where uh, this, weird. the tsunami in 2004 hit that beach Patong oh. which is hor- horrific and then when I got there I was like well maybe there is a god cause this is a hor- <laughs> actually I shouldn't have said that uh, this is a horrible horrible <laughs> <all right>. horrible shit <laughs> haha comedy podcast yeah, um, yeah so I, yeah, I did some of those islands and those are fucking amazing islands if you never there's a place called Copp. Uh, what is that you tell us about that a little uh, bit. there's just like we stayed at a bar a hostel called like Stoned Bar Stoned Bar yeah they just like sell you joints like right from the bar and everybody's smoke and they do a fire show every night and like wow. that was one of those islands that every day you'd wake up and you'd be sitting at the bar from the people with the people that you were with last night and everybody's like i gotta get the fuck off this island uh, i can i came here to scuba dive i've not touched water <laughs> i am fucking really? I, yeah it's like it's you know it's just a party and the same a lot of people in phuket's the same way a lot of people you know kofanyan as well on the other side yeah but, so i had just been doing the island hopping um, cuz i'd never done it so i was living in asia for like almost 5 years and i'd always skip thailand i went everywhere else why cuz i always thought that it was like going to be you he always hear about thailands like the travelist me- travel mecca like it's kind of like the broiest part of it's where the bogans go yeah yeah exactly the the aussie hicks the, yeah, yeah the aussie hicks well they go to bali too that's like an unofficial new province of australia <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so i just didn't go i was i just kind of like judged it and then i when i was leaving asia i was like i don't want to be that guy that like didn't go to the place that everybody else went because I like thought I was better than it oh and then I went to it and I was better than it great time huh? <laughs> no it was great, it was a great time. Wow, no way are you better than it it was so no, much fun it was great I like I was sitting and I remember I like I
2: mean it's set up it's not even about like the real Thai experience it's just like it's all just it, we're happy to have a party it's in a
3: this party. part of the
0: world it's a party I shit my pants on my last night <gasps> in
3: hell <yes>. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I shit my pants on the last night and there was no toilet paper and I used my boxers and it was the second time after shitting into your in your pants. I shit in my pants. And then and then I wiped like, them out with the boxers. Wiped with the boxers, threw it in the garbage, went back to party like nothing had happened. Wow. And this was the second time this had happened to me in like 6 weeks. You went and, back to the party? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, you got out you there. Know, if it's clean, once it's clean, you know, if you're dirty then you got to you got to walk home. That's fine. But like it's clean, so I went to party but then I, I had this moment where I like looked myself in the mirror and I was like I had just finished wiping myself with my own boxers I'd lost the second pair of boxers on the same trip and just looked at myself and was like what are we doing man <laughs> like how did we get here and I left the next day I was I became one of those guys where I was like I gotta get off this island <laughs> I became that weathered guy that old white dude <laughs> yeah
2: um wait let me write this down I think I'll go out with that how did I get here um, Where else have you fucked on a
0: hostel? Oh <laughs> uh, In like a pool At a hostel what? one time? I hear you're really? not supposed To do that Like it's Why? bad there's I don't know Something about vaginas and. It's gotta be worse for them Water Oh no for me it's fine I think I don't like having sex In hot tubs Because their vaginas Become like these weird Water balloons so You can't really feel anything Yeah that's the problem With water sex It's like there's no friction It's like I don't no even Like shower condom. Shower yeah. anything Like once the steam's all going, like, if you're yeah. getting, like, no head or anything, nothing, yeah, you can't really, you're like, oh, yeah, it's great, but <laughs> really, you're like, eh, it's like, we could just do this outside of the bathroom. It's
3: probably,
0: <laughs> probably way better. Yeah. Um, yeah. let just, there's a bed right over there. Let's just shower Yeah. Off go over there. We can go back in the shower after if we want. Yeah. No, host- hostels are always a good time for that. That's also, if you get the private room, then you don't, you then don't have to, like, fucking weird places. Have you ever bone in the public room? Uh yeah yeah i've done it more often i go outside just like go to some embarrassing. yeah like that, well it's yeah. just like you all you both leave if it's nighttime you go find like a palm tree and you hide behind like some bush or something really yeah that's that's generally fine
2: oh it's amazing when you're gone it feels so much like summer camp like adult summer camp
0: yeah yeah you're not like oh this is where i'll meet my wife you're you're just like we're all doing the same thing here like we're all having like a good time you would never do this kind of behavior no well you know sometimes <laughs> you do in canada no well, fucking uh no Granted, not, there's only a few not, months you can do that not but. these days not right now
2: but yeah no. you're younger
0: yeah sure yeah
2: i finger blasted some girl in like some tiny place in china in mainland china and then was like what am i
0: doing this is outdoors <laughs> is uh, like a, foreign, a. a foreign girl or a chinese girl
2: expat yeah yeah and i was uh, like what we're outside yeah, that's fine though. You can. I guess so. Not like the woods.
0: Yeah, I hooked up at a temple one time <gasps> uh, at a at a Buddhist temple. Oh, so it's fine. It's not like a, not your temple. Like a
2: no, Buddhist the ones they throw you in jail for for four not years. Not in that country. Oh, not right, in
0: that country. Right. It's like just you know, in Myanmar. If I got no, yeah, no. If I it's it was at a like a monastery place where they were Fu- like where you, the monks what the monks lived. I had sex with my girlfriend there. <sighs> well, who just suggested that? It was, it was mutual. She looked at my lips. She- you both knew? No, you
2: both yeah, knew. We both, yeah, we both knew what was going on. I took a walk in Central Park with this girl and we saw this little, like, thing, but we just had sex, like, twice that day already or something, and it was, like, dark, and we were looking at each other like, hey, that might be funny. And it's like, yeah, it would. And I was kind of a little scared of being robbed, but I was like, oh, I really should be doing this. I really should be just like, let's go. Once you know someone's willing to do it in a temple... How are you
0: not gonna do it? Well that's it. It's like that's your bucket list right there. You're like worst thing worst thing, I go to, to Buddhist hell. And that's probably like that's <laughs> probably, probably the chillest hell me. of all hells, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's no
2: like lashes, it's just like less good back rubs. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just quieter than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> than the heaven.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's like uh What's like uh, the old person situation at these hostels? Like
0: besides the creeps, but like are there already couples who are just trying to really do it cheap? That are just like what the fuck? Shut the fuck up! Sometimes, no, I mean generally, generally if it's again youth and yeah. they would know to keep away from there. Also, like if it's couples, certainly they don't like want to be hanging with the kids because yeah but yeah sometimes there's like usually one old guy though there'll always be like that one guy who's a lifer yeah well or you know he's he's he'll be in his like 60s 70s like if it's crazy if he's way older than that if it's like he's a super old guy and you're just trying to get him drunk or whatever um but there's usually one old guy that's kind of a straggler that hangs out and like people will like talk to him and he'll like tell stories or whatever um but I, my goal is to never be that guy. Because I feel like you don't ever choose to be that guy. You just like, look around a room and realize one day you are that guy. Yeah. So that's why you kind know, of. You you it is where those old
2: white people that are there, like, no, no, I live here. And you're like, oh, you've been here for a while.
0: Yeah. There's, there's tons of lifers Philippines, Cambodia, the White hair. Yeah, those guys, they live. They just like, no, nah, I love this. Yeah, it's like cheap. Like, we, you know, we did comedy in Hong Kong with some guys that, like, that's their retirement plan. You know, who's
2: the guy that went to Kosan Bay or whatever it's called? Not Kosan Bay. I'm mixing up two things. What's the Bay? Beer Bay.
0: Yeah, and yeah. He'd yeah. been there
2: like 10, 11 years. He was part of the scene.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he's, uh, what's he, his name, The Bald One? Oh, a bald guy. There's a guy named uh, Ryan who goes to Philippines all the time that, uh, that loves it there and might want to retire there. And that's oh, really? his retirement plan. And it's it's a great, you know, if, if you're into that, it's like a great plan because, like, you can get super cheap. You can buy a house really cheap, right? Your life is really cheap. So you could, you know, I think he's going to retire at like 55. Wow. Proper freedom he worked 55. it 55. Yeah, he's done the math and he's like, yeah, if I retired in the States, I got to work till I'm like 70. But if I retire to the Philippines, I'm done. I can live, live till I'm 90. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, for some people, those guys are like, they're just winning, right? Like I went down to the Philippines and I'd see these guys like, sitting in these bars with like the brothels or get the hookers around and like mm-hmm. you talk to them and they have like this shitty like smug like I won the game yeah and you look you know? at them like sad but then you realize they don't give a shit what you think yeah no They're they don't are just having a good time there was one guy who, we did a show near the US military base in Angeles City and this guy was there he, like 65 year old guy former military And yeah, we were just kind of judging him. He had like big, tall white socks and sandals and just looked like the nerdiest dude. And I talked to him after the show, said, hey, thanks for coming. We really appreciate you uh, supporting comedy and all that. And uh, I was like, you know, how'd you get here? And he's like, oh, you know, I worked at the U.S. Postal Service for like 35 years. Got my retirement. My wife hates me. My kids hate me. (sighs) I live here right now. Like I have a 25-year-old girlfriend and like I'm in heaven. I was like. Well, good night. See, you. <laughs> it's like, you are a cautionary tale, but you are also winning. You are yeah, exactly all, you, in you the want to game be like,
2: you're playing. You're winning. You want so bad to find some chink in that armor, but yeah? They just ain't that much of one. I don't watch much TV in America. I can get any Netflix or
0: download shit. Ch- you can download stuff way easier in fucking China than you can. And he he doesn't have to pay eight America. bucks for a beer like I do. That guy's paying 25 cents for the rest of his life for beers, and like he is crushing it. So I can't hate on that guy, but I also don't have to choose that for myself.
2: Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. what would be the reason not to do that? Lack of social life? Yeah, like that the, like the disdain of,
0: of all of those who you've grown up knowing and loving. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. Pick your pick your poison. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you really have to make a new life for yourself socially. Well, that's it. And when guys go, and that's why I always knew I was going to leave Asia. Like... You know, there's some people that go there and they're like, I'm, I'm certainly looking for a new place. I'm like looking for a city that I can feel comfortable that I can make a life for myself. And I always kind of knew I was just going to spend my 20s having fun and, and learning about other cultures and countries and, and doing comedy in weird <coughs> places. But I never was like, I will raise my kids like on this weird island. That, that was never part of it for me. Yeah.
2: Well, that's it's like fair. stories,
0: man. If you do comedy, like, you know, you, how can you get stories like that? You know, just hanging out in Baltimore. Or Dude, I got Toronto so much material
2: from traveling to Thailand and China. I mean, I got so much material. It takes you out of your comfort zone so much, too. Yeah. That so you're like, this is all new. Yeah. Like that guy with exposed bone. Like that was, I had never seen that before. <laughs> and then it's like, I just landed. Yeah. And that's one of the very few homeless people in Shanghai. When you were there, you kept talking about that. You were like, the homeless guys here are like, not fucking around. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it I like, saw a guy in Beijing just burned up, half body, the rest of them, no arms, no legs. And burned up whatever was left yeah and it was like oh a one-arm and i'm like well yeah man here's
0: one of your fucking dollars of course you're killing it yeah you're killing it on the homeless streak <laughs> no it's 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 a depressing indictment of their government for not helping those people out but yeah also you know you know why you should help them like it's, yeah it's well they talk about the ones in montreal
2: like right where the festival is and people are like oh no if they're here it's because they refuse help they mm. just want to do or whatever so it's like you can ignore them whenever they want help it's
0: there for them right yeah I mean I don't I'm not a social worker I don't really know, I don't know either. But, like, but I've heard that same thing people have said to me like you know in Canada generally like there there are things for them like they've somebody has come to help them Yeah, um, but you know some people have a different way <laughs> what's like the nicest hostel you've ever stayed in nicest hostel like is there one that
2: you're like what the f-? these are great facilities water slide
0: <laughs> water slide i though the, the fucking the crazy ones Coolest that player. i was talking about in like in argentina in bolivia in peru these like mega bar hostels are phenomenal like they're they're these huge buildings like they'll take these old buildings and they'll you know throw beds in there and they'll like kind of do them up nice but they're like they're like they're crushing it like they're beating hotels in terms of like profits and they're really nice facilities um but we, you know, we were at this one, this is the worst, you want to hear the worst story I ever heard sure. from somebody traveling. This okay. is like, after I already told you, don't be afraid of traveling, I'm going to tell <laughs> you like the most cautionary tale about traveling. Uh, we were in Bolivia and we were, we met these people and we were sort of chilling at this table and uh, all of a sudden they stopped and they said, oh God, you see that couple over there? And this like kind of couple came in and sat down and they were like, talk to them later. They have the worst travel story you've ever heard. And I was like, okay, crazy. So I go up to the guy later and I was like, hey, like, how's your trip to Bolivia been? And the girl was like, oh, did somebody ask you to like come talk to us? It's like, yeah. And she said, well, we went on this bus and apparently if you go between like this one big tourist mecca in Bolivia, which is this salt flats called Salar de Iuni and you go to La Paz, which is the capital, it's like an eight hour bus ride. They only do it at night and they line all the buses in a row and the buses all leave at the same time and they drive in a convoy. They put a cop car at the front and they put a cop car at the back. And they all drive together because there's like hijackings. There's that many people that want to go to from one spot to the next every day. Well, yeah, it's like that's the tourist route, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's like, say, eight bus companies, they each run their one bus wow. e- each night at the same time. So the cops can have a convoy. And I guess this one bus broke down. Yeah. And uh, and the cop the cop convoy left, and they they called somebody to come get the bus and bring them another bus, and they had to wait in this bus for like an hour. And at one point a (laughs) two pickup trucks full of guys with guns (gasps) rolled up pulled up beside the bus went into the bus with the guns pulled everybody out made them all clean their wallets and everything out into like garbage bags made them strip all of them naked they said (gasps) the guys were totally naked the girls were in bras and panties then they opened the undercarriage of the buses they took out all the luggage loaded that into the pickup trucks tied a big tarp over them and then and this is the part that was the worst they made all the tourists who are now like in their underwear lie down in the undercarriage of the bus where they put the luggage oh. and they stack them and they put them all in there like us in that elevator and they just closed it oh. and locked it and drove off and i was like how long were you in there like that sounds traumatic and they were like yeah well, at least like 30 40 minutes before like oh. the next bus rocked up and they got us out of there how do they know they were even They're like where's everybody <sighs> Oh could you imagine God. just like you and like forty, fifty other strangers? Took just like their clothes too. Took their clothes, took their wallets, passed, last passports. Thing. Yeah, and so these, you know, this wife and husband just looked like they were having the worst trip. Like, you know, we could have been in the in Jamaica. We could have been at an all inclusive resort, but no, let's go see culture in Bolivia. <laughs> 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 like, just could you imagine being that husband? Oh, that is the no. worst. That's the worst thing I've ever heard, though, in terms of like how, like, come on, come on, Bolivian
2: come on now guys okay I get taking everything I get taking every last fucking thing but like putting them in the let them get back in the bus not stealing the bus it's fucking broken down but don't
0: (sighs) yeah that's a bummer right how do they get more clothes well, they said that people were really nice. Like when they got to the to the hostel, everybody had donated them some stuff. Oh, and really? Yeah, they did, were doing paperwork to get their pass temporary passports from their embassy. But yeah, they were like, everybody on that bus was just like, "Well, that's the end of this trip." Like, you know, oh, I saw Machu Picchu. Anything else interesting happen? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not a damn thing. Jesus, yeah, terrible. Fuck. Fuck. What's the worst hostel you ever stayed at? I stayed at. A hostel with bedbugs that we they put us in this room, we should have known they no. they' like all of our beds are booked, but we have this like this thing in the backyard, this like cabin, and we've got some beds in there, and they brought us out, and it was like they didn 't even have doors on it, like it was just basically this cabin in this jungle yeah. and uh, yeah, we went in there, and i didn 't realize there was bedbugs just infested in the whole place. How would you realize well if, you know once you've had them, then you grab the mattress and you just rip it up quick what and you you'll see them scurry like you just pick up the mattress quick and they like they'll eat like the wood like they'll live in the wood around a bunk yeah. bed and so if you you know or you pull the sheet off or whatever and you just see them scurry like they'll always go away from the light uh, and i and i actually we would go to a hostel and you'd pick it up and you'd see bugs and be like nope thanks appreciate it like you really? just walk out yeah oh that's a good tip but uh but yeah, this one. And then what you just get the fuck out as soon as possible and course, hope you didn't yeah. get any, one on you? Yeah. Don't even stay in there. There's no reason for just it. Just grab your shit and run. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you stay, again, if you stay in one, you got to go like boil all your clothes and stuff. Like, you How don't long would you it, have to be
2: in there before they get on you?
0: Well, like it, it, it depends. Like if you're sleeping on there, like you'll then feel them. all over you. Yeah. You'll feel them on you. But the worst is if you put your bag on the bed or something and then you fall asleep. You wake up, you realize you have bug beds. Bug beds bed whatever bed you, you got you're fucked bag, bag, bug, <laughs> bed bugs bag, bag bugs say that 10 times fast and then yeah they're all in your bag and oh balls now they're bag bugs and yeah yeah but then not only that we got so sunburned that day we were exhausted we just want to go back and crash and then yeah. like the hostel had like the biggest most riotous like it's like flamenco party right out in the backyard all night like the people were drinking and they played music like till sunrise and we just couldn't get a wink of sleep you have no expectation of quiet in a, in a hostel or how much expectation do you have? You've got to judge it by, like, when you get in there. Be like, how close is my room to the bar? How rowdy does this place look? And generally on the reviews, they'll say, like, if you want to get a quiet night's sleep, don't stay here. But, like, if you love meeting people and you want to party, yeah, whatever. Did you come back to Samui with us? Samui? or No. Uh, I came, no, no, I didn't, oh yeah, no, I came back the next day, we like hung out, remember we smoked weed at that Bob Marley bar, we were like trying to figure oh, out. Oh yeah, you were there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh man, I we remember were, being there. Yeah, we were pretty oh, On Koh Yeah, on Koh Remember we like, that guy put up those Chinese lanterns, or we bought. Yeah, yeah we, we bought them. Yeah, we put yeah. up those Chinese lanterns, yeah, we right, walked right, for like right. eight years along that beach forever, and then we yeah, found that. Through some like weird, uh, uh, some under repair, or being built. Yeah, Sight. we we like went through some construction site in Thailand Passing for some stray dogs <laughs> for some reason. But yeah, then we smoked weed at that bar and then we went out and played pool. With your buddy, right? Oh, yeah. We Pete. went to some bar and played pool for hours, and you, oh, yeah. you use the stupid. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to ruin your jokes. <laughs> <That's> the bridge. <laughs> yeah. You're still <laughs> shitty at pool. I just want to know. For the, for the record, Ari thinks he's better at pool than he is.
2: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, that's right. That's where it was. <laughs> that's where I get that joke from.
0: Yeah. Well, you were so dumbfounded. You were like, after everything that these people went through last night at the full moon, like, how is this still. Like going, and I was just like every night. Bro. Oh yeah, like, that was a crazy thing night- at Arc Bar. It was like they're bla- it's blasting insane. it. Is insane. There was the full moon party is once every twenty
2: eight days, whatever, month, once a month. And so then it's like everyone who was there was already there the day before. Mm-hmm. Maybe one person wasn't. God, I just want to be like, hey guys, how about no booze at all today? <laughs>
0: That was my, That was what I was doing, though. That's what I like put on, like, 10 pounds on that trip. I was just drinking every day. Just drinks. Do whatever you want, and then get back, and you're like, oh, all right, fine. Yeah. It's like, what happens when you backpack for, like, three, four months? No discipline.
2: Didn't you have an old couple that stayed with you that were like, no, no, we're not really going to party? And then by, like, the second night, was that you or somebody else? By the second night, the girl was, like, doing a bunch of drugs. and
0: I traveled with a couple for a while, but... Uh, but i left when it looked like they were tired of not fucking each other that was oh. that was basically what was happening it's oh. hard to be on those islands and not like let somebody pass you something or like snort something like that's kind of why people are on those islands you right kind
2: of I have to say yes to everything right just be like yeah, sh- all right let's well, sure we'll do that you guys seem <laughs> like you're into it okay i mean normally Whippets, i'd be no adderall i would say no and snorting anything and the combination of the two yeah, uh, Adderall. Can't
0: focus on this party right now. Just I'm just really losing my party focus.
2: <laughs> it's a shitty weed. It's losing our focus. Do we have weed for that thing? Yeah, we bought weed at we bought joints yeah. at the thing.
0: Yeah, you can buy joints at all the bars. God, your
2: tolerance goes down so fast. I mean,
0: you're from Toronto. So you must have have come in with a decent tolerance. I learned my tolerance from Asia. You didn't smoke here? No, oh, weed tolerance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah no yeah there's nowhere more to learn than what calif- california you know. or yeah. canada for sure yeah oh uh, yeah boo- booze tolerance asia yeah. i moved to korea and it was like parties on like korea is the island of asia like they it's insane how much people drink in korea those shots where they roll them is that what they do is that korea they where they roll it on their body they roll like the, the shot like they roll the glass oh like yeah yeah this. across their cheek yeah. or whatever into yeah. their mouth yeah, yeah. that's then, somewhere i don't know where is that, that is korea I don't think so. And- I feel like that was a, a – who was the
2: dude who had a great video that everybody watched who's Korean, could have been Vietnamese, it might be racist, but Korean, and it was a big dance thing. He was like kind of chubby, dressed up in a suit.
0: Do you have any... Oh, rem- that's, that's, what, Psy? Psy. The- so yeah. he had
2: another song about... Oh, yeah. And the video
0: was him just... He did do that weird rolly thing on his face in that video. Yeah, well, I'm sure you can do that anywhere. If yeah, you, but I but- feel like that was authentic. <laughs> it could, I, I doubt that this, the video where Psy is dancing <laughs> with Snoop Dogg is an authentic Snoop Dogg Korean was in video. it. He's in that video. Do you not remember that that was the Snoop Dogg video? Koreans, are, like old ladies in Korea, would drink me under the table all the really? time. Oh, Yeah, yeah. I was like, it took me a year just to make it to the end of the night. And it was like, you don't get respected as a man until you make <laughs> it to the end of the night. So I, that was where I learned how to pull the trigger. What do you mean, pull the trigger? Like, stick your fingers down your throat. Barf and go back. Yeah, and go back and act like you're just a fucking hero. No, like, I was just from the bathroom. Yeah, all the time. They'd they'd be like, here, take four shots in a row. And then they'd just sit there and I'd be like, ha, ha, you guys are great. This is a fun party. Like, I'll be right back. And just fucking, ba, just oh, go and come back. and Performance just,
2: enhancing fingers.
0: Well, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fred is big on that. That's. Barfing? Yeah, yeah, back. That's,
2: that's her game. you need more booze?
0: No, I'm good, I'm okay. good. She would come out all the time and i just look at her eyes and be like, oh, bloodshot? And be like, you just pull the trigger in there? And she's like, oh, you know. It. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I love when people admit to
2: any sort of shitty behavior.
0: Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Don't feel shame. Well, you did it, it's fine. It's like I, you know, I told people I was at a music festival once and I was wearing a bathing suit so i just peed myself right in the middle of the mosh pit and people were like why would you tell us that story because like, i was prepared in the story did you what do you think i was embarrassed i yeah. had the bathing suit on it was like i was ready to go <laughs> yeah fucking i'm not gonna miss girl talk for peeing i mean come on that's whatever the hell i was watching you ever stayed in hostels in america yeah i have i actually broke my tailbone at a hostel in san francisco really yeah i got super super drunk Raider and- fan no, no, no! I, I fell off the top of a bunk bed and just cracked my my tailbone. Really? <laughs> yeah, we went to some like what's the is it mission district? What's yeah, the gay sure. oh, uh, the Car- Castro Castro district? The Castro. And uh, yeah, we went to some gay bar and and it was a great time. But I just got like super blackout, and then next morning I woke up and <laughs> the hostel guy came in and he was like, um, I don't wanna I don't wanna accuse anyone of anything, but uh, the girls in the next room like said. That somebody came in their room last night and like urinated in their wicker basket oh. uh trash bin, and I just want to know like did anyone here see anything or did anybody like Hear of anything, and we were just like, "Oh no!" Like nobody came in our room last night. That sounds horrible. The guy says, "Oh, well, okay, thanks." The guy just leaves, and then all my friends turn to me and they're like, "Fuck, man! Like, why did you do?" Like, I'm just like, "Were well, you looking at me?" Like, obviously it was me, but like, it's, it's just very disrespectful that you look at me immediately. You pissed in their wicker basket? <laughs> uh, wow! Well, apparently, I'm, I'm told I had a great time, but then I turned over and immediately was like, "Ah!" and was like, "Did I fall or something?" And my buddy's like, "Oh, oh yeah," he's like, "Fell right off the top bunk, just a big crack." He's like, "Why is something?" broken or horribly yeah and i broke my tailbone i was going to the hospital in america with i no didn't insurance. go to the hospital in america toughed it i googled it and I, I was like what happens when you go to the hospital for a broken tailbone And they're like they give you a stupid donut to sit on for the next like eight years and i was like well i'm not gonna go pay money for that yeah i can you know so i just yeah it was like the and i was two months later i was still traveling and it was like the worst did it hurt Tons yeah I was, wow. I was driving We had an RV And we drove down Big Sur And went to LA and San Diego And I was the only one That was insured to drive So I spent like The entire trip Just like leaning At a 45 degree angle forward hurt? Yeah Because if you just Even go back to 90 It's like you That's It's super sharp man. Oh It's just shooting All the way up your back oh. Like if anyone's broken Their tailbone Yeah it's like It's, it's brutal oh, And it wow. lasts for months And months and months So it's like Six months later It's still sore And then eventually Eventually goes away Yeah now it's fine Damn Yeah it's shitty though is there what's the etiquette going
2: into a hostel like what what should somebody know when they're like all right i'm gonna go to fucking morocco i'm gonna stay at a hostel what am i supposed to be doing i've never stayed at one before
0: i think you want to check that they have lockers how big are the lockers enough to have your luggage in no generally like sometimes they will be and that's a cool perk for some people but i you just take all the shit you don't want to get stolen passport yeah jewels. passport <laughs> like if you got a computer something or ipad or something that you brought they're big enough for that yeah, they're computer. big enough for that. Yeah, okay. so you put all that shit in. Money, you can le- no one's going to steal your yeah. dirty clothes generally at a hostel. So just make sure they got that. See the room before you pay. So, and they'll always offer them. That's normal? Yeah, come see the room because you want to see, like, who else in the room or what the beds look like. So you can check for the fucking, you know. <laughs> if it looks gross, then you can check for the bed bugs. Don't assume every place has got it, like, if you've already yeah. researched it. Um, yeah, then you can go in and, I don't know, just generally they will tell you all this. you know, well we have wi-fi oh we got laundry we do bike rentals like oh that's probably a key yeah they give you like a whole itinerary they'll say oh if you you know we can book buses here we can do trips here or whatever um oh the travel places must love those things those hostels yeah because they're
2: like everyone here is looking to see the the tiger sanctuary or the whatever
0: yeah sometimes they're either right next to a a travel agent or they just they've sewn it all into the same business yeah all the
2: moped places are right outside arc bar
0: yeah, yeah, you can rent all the bikes there. That those uh, hostels are great, actually. If you're in Asia or you're down in South America and you want to know about scams in that town, yeah, ask the hostel desk person because they'll tell you. They what's a know scam. it all. They've heard. Especially well. if you're going to rent a motorbike or whatever, like three quarters of those places are scams. What do you mean? So they have like a reputation for giving you the bike and then when you come back, accusing you of like dinging it up. So they'll they'll say oh yeah you know that like thing wasn't broken when you came here and you're like oh yeah it totally was and oh. so there'll be like guys around town that are notorious for overcharging that's those, travelers oh, for, that's the yelp yeah yeah exactly so you're not gonna yelp some guy in the corner Ooh. no you just have to like yeah going into a hostel is, like the local oh, knowledge that's right that's good i think that's those are all the reasons why like i don't see why you wouldn't especially if you're younger than you know 30 35 like and especially if you're traveling alone and you're social you want to meet people like it seems like the best way to meet people for sure for definitely. sure. if you're traveling alone and you want to meet people to keep traveling onto the next stops with like that's where you'll do it because
2: you did a lot of gigs where it was like all right i gotta be in this place 43 days from now or whatever it was so until then whatever i want to do
0: yeah i did a few of the, a few of those yeah like i'd have to travel by either air or land but the next gig was 7 days from now or whatever. yeah so, yeah, so with those you can
2: just And then someone'll tell you like, "Oh, you haven't been to so it's oh, if you got 3 days, you got to go to Chiang Mai." Yeah, and, and you just like, oh, do. Really? Okay. Some people
0: are really like over planners when they travel, so they'll make like a strict itinerary yeah. or they'll book everything way in advance, like they'll be like, "Oh, I'm worried I won't get a hotel or this thing." In some places that you'll travel, it's important if you're going to a place on like a holiday or something, you might oh. not get a bed. But Oh, really? Well yeah yeah. If you're like Everything's you full It's like coming to Toronto On Thanksgiving weekend Or Christmas or something right But like if you generally know It's a It's a general Regular period And especially if it's A traveler's area Where they'll have a ton Of guest houses and you're beds You're gonna be fine Then you'd be flexible right Cause then you know What if you meet some Cool chick in the hostel And she's like Tomorrow we're going to like on this boat to go to this island and you're like oh no because tomorrow i've already booked myself on like the zip line and you're like well fuck your zip line like go with fuck that girl like yeah that's that's why you're traveling like travel romances are the greatest thing you can ever do with your life you get there or the day before like we're gonna okay we're going back to bangkok tomorrow let's let's get a hotel before we go totally i mean i only met you because i was so flexible like i got the call that you were like oh what's going on like um let's go to this party and i was like yeah, that works for my Sir, schedule about the bat signal Yeah, exactly I didn't have to go back To Singapore for that show Or whatever Till the next week So yeah, we made it happen But if I'd booked everything all like, Then there's no way Like, oh,
2: I wish But I'm already in Exactly But like, why? Why would that be better? Why would riding the elephants In that place be better Than doing this? This right. is a better situation now yeah, you guys shot guns, right? Shot guns, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, that was fun I had Shotguns. to leave
0: Do you know when I left? I had to go all the way to Phuket to get on a flight the day after you guys, when you were doing the elephant riding and the sh- gun shooting, and I got on this bus with this guy. My flight was at seven. Bus from the right, the the east side to the west I side. Take the same day a boat to the mainland then take a bus and then take a 10 hour bus Yeah, to yeah Phuket it was, yeah it was terrible it was like a boat van bus combo we thought of doing that and then we were like looked at the time and I was like oh no let's just fly for no, 43 and it's minutes it's not reliable and everything but uh-huh. I got on this bus and it was like I, they were gonna drop me off at the Phuket airport at 4 in the morning and my flight was at 7 I was so fucking exhausted from what we had just done like the couple of days before. And so I got next to this guy. I think he was from, this guy was from LA and he was just sympathizing. He was just still partying. He was still like drinking out of a flask and was just like, yeah, man, whatever. It's cool. And I was just saying to him, like, I, I, I'm not going to drink from your flask. I'm so tired. He's like, man, if you're tired and you need to get a few like winks of sleep for this flight, he's like, just take a couple of these and like, you're fine like you know just make sure you get to the airport and like get horizontal within the next hour and like and you'll you're gonna pass right out you can pass out at your gate and like you're good to go and uh he gives me these pills and i get the bus drops me off it's like a 30 minute walk to the airport so i take the pills take the pills from the stranger on the night bus (laughs) in in thailand you know as per usual and i get like right up to the airport and I was like, oh, these are not sleeping pills. <laughs> like, I don't know if the guy meant to like fuck with me. I don't know if the guy just like didn't know the difference between what he had. But I like f- I, like, electric slid right into that fucking airport. What? I was like I was like hanging at the water. Ecstasy <laughs> or some <laughs> shit like that? So, it, was a, it was an upper. Whatever it was, wow. it was like I was, I was just up on my feet for the next <laughs> six hours. It was the only guy like dancing onto the plane with a water bottle like, oh, yeah, everybody. Oh, my God. And then crashed so hard on that flight, like they, had, they had to like sh- they were like, "Oh, you're shaking for like two minutes when the flight landed, like I was just out on the plane. just, Damn. just crashed fuck that's cool yeah well we landed oh, yeah. in singapore and like there's this law where if they drug test you in singapore if You're it's guilty, even yeah if, it's, if it's in your system you didn't even do it and so i like they're like oh it's funny we were like <laughs> we were like pushing you around for like so long and you didn't wake up and i was like i'm fine i'm fine. <laughs> like i drank too much coffee like six hours ago i was like i've tried to like please don't be <laughs> suspicious of me
2: but it was fine they didn't care yeah that seems like the way to see shit too is in the hostels
0: I recommend it I Otherwise mean, it's just
2: hotels You're just by yourself You're like alright I guess me and the guy I'm with Or the whoever I'm with It's like that's what we're doing Yeah Or by yourself Just seeing I saw a lot of people Like that in Thailand Just by themselves You know Some girl by herself Outside the palace And it's like Alright you? So you're just seeing sights Huh It's
0: depressing Some people don't want to You know Meet other people Or they don't speak You know English Or they don't have You know The ability to communicate But if yeah. you You know If you do like Are there English hostels And other language hostels there are yeah oh depends on where you're going but there's some place like in the philippines koreans for example japanese they they like love traveling the philippines so there's like a whole like string there's like a route that people that are from those countries can take around where they go to like korean hotels and they go on korean tour buses same with chinese people like chinese tourists are such a big thing that in toronto we have hotels that all have like a mandarin speaker at the desk really because they know they know well it's like they're bringing all their money you know Yeah exactly so many Israelis go there it's, Oh South America is huge too When everybody gets out of the military They all want to do their like What Fun. six months to a year And they go down to Patagonia And like And it's just like a big Jew trip And they Really? All, yeah and there's like There's Israeli only hostels And I went to a hostel Where they had a sign that said No Israelis I was, like, Really? Yeah They don't want them? Yeah, well, <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this like, is this where the Nazis came from? <laughs> from the, from the, from the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're like, no, 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 no. They're like, it's cause like Israelis like are they're dirty and disrespectful in hostels and they like don't they don't respect the facilities. And I was like, really, that still sounds racist. Like, it still racist. sounds it's like a be, large sure generalization, racist, but it's got to be observed racism.
2: Yeah, and it, like, we're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure this one is okay, but it's like
0: <laughs> even a 20 percent of them are a problem. It's just easier for us to like take the fucking hit on racism. I always found like you meet one Israeli when you're traveling. They'd be the nicest person, like chat your face off. And as soon as, like, th- two or three other Israelis show up, they're, like, army comrades. Like, immediately, oh, like, really? you, yeah, immediately, they'll start the speaking in Hebrew. And, like, you know, they all speak English. It's like, I'm sitting at this table, guys. Like, it's kind of rude. Me. But it's like, they're all, you know, I've noticed that with other countries that have mandatory military service. Koreans are the same. They meet other Koreans and they have this immediate, like, yeah. it's like they're comrades. Like, they're, they're, like, nationalist bros because they they like served their country together so they're like they'll be like oh hello like you know where are you from and all this it's like they had they feel this deeper connection because they served their country i feel
2: oh maybe that sounds interesting that could be
0: yeah but like at the expense of me who's like still drinking the beer at the (laughs) table i'm like come on guys i don't i don't
2: just said i was cool (laughs) um uh what was i just gonna tell you how are the gigs in in all through southeast asia
0: yeah, they're awesome, actually. Like, that's that's why, like, it was amazing that you came out to Asia, and I feel like in, 10 years from now, that'll be, like... A normal style? Yeah, tons. Tons of comics will have already, like, gone out got and done You got the scene shows. going,
2: that's why. You got, really, once you get the scene going, then it's like, okay, now we can come out.
0: Yeah, it's sustainable. Like, when there's not pros from overseas over, there's local guys that are becoming pros, right? Like, you know, I was... When I'd go around and do headline stuff, I was one of maybe like, I don't know, 12 guys, 15 guys maybe at most that are among those scenes that actually tour to different scenes. You went to Shanghai, you did Hong Kong, and then you did Bangkok. Uh-huh. I mean, there's Seoul, there's Tokyo, you can do Manila. Philippines is huge now too. They used to bring really? us down all the time. We started to do shows in Hanoi. First time we went down, it was like just starting out. And like each time we go back, there'd be bigger crowds of people just like, Rocking up expats That'd be like We have no English language entertainment Thank you so much For coming uh, Yeah here. that's what You helps. did uh, Guangzhou You went to mm-hmm. China From Hong Kong yeah. And like yeah All those people there Are like We get one show Every three months It's like amazing That you're up here right And yeah. you're just seeing How many like expats Live in that part of Asia
2: It's crazy And they're looking For anything western
0: Totally They want Comedy is the best thing Because it's like They have this weird experience Where they're expats And they're living In a different culture They're living In a different political scenario and they're talking about it all day They're talking over beers And to their families about it But to have a comic go up And kind of like Make light of it And to address the things That everybody's talking about Kind of in hushed tones it's, it's this experience Like a cathartic experience And it's crazy how Even the time I was doing comedy In Hong Kong Like how much it grew You know Like mm. how much need There seemed to be Like among those cities For people to come in And bring fresh material Yeah So yeah, I mean Yeah that's a
2: problem You guys there's only so many gigs So at some point It's like they've seen All your guys' stuff
0: well, it you know it pushes you to write, and yeah, that's why yeah, the guys sure. that are doing well down there are the guys that are really working at it and writing. Prolific but you ones. know, like Tom Segura was down there just mm-hmm. a bit after you were there, and you know, like Louis did a show when he went and shot his thing in Beijing when he shot his his show. And he did a show there. Yeah, apparently there. he like contacted the local guys yeah, and did they a show like, in Beijing. They set up Des, a show. Des did it. Des Bishop was yeah, out Des there. Yeah, Des Bishop, a guy like Des Bishop, perfect example. He's out there like you know trying Some to weird
2: cool people just living, just doing weird shit. Yeah.
0: But that's why, you know, it's like I would love to see like more of those scenes connected. Like I've come back now to North America and people are like, oh, like all your credits are, are doing comedy in Asia. They're like, it's like you told them you're an electrician somewhere and you just want to try <laughs> doing comedy. They're like, like it's still comedy. We have no respect for what you were doing. Out it's there. a
2: cool scene. It's a cool whole get up that everyone's sort of together and nice about it. And you said you have the fucking Toronto's not been as inviting.
0: Uh it's you know, it's just like there's they already have their own politics and their own thing yeah. here. But like, it's, it'll happen. Like, people here are nice enough. I'm, it's I know, gonna... but it
2: sucks. You do comedy for like years in another place, and like you're improving, you're getting better, and then you come here and like, fuck you. And it's like, guys, I'm three, four years better than I was <laughs> when I left.
0: Yeah, I'm actually,
2: but, pretty. You could, you
0: should use me. It was funny because in your show last night, you were like you're like the Chinese government said like don't do jokes about the Chinese government and then you're like nobody has jokes about the Chinese government and I'm sitting in the crowd like oh I should probably cut all my jokes about the Chinese government like the only guy in Toronto talking well, about there
2: me. yeah the only joke I made about it was in Shanghai what I was like they were like do not say anything I was like alright but then I felt, like I felt like there could be someone like looking at your show to make sure like it wasn't like you know foreign enough or whatever or too foreign but there's probably not gonna be anybody there right. like for one show and like not Wuxi but somewhere near there he um, had to buy tickets to the place next door and then come see oh, okay. the show there so they could like fool the guys into saying it's a non-ticketed show. Yeah, you know. True. But like, but like uh, the one joke I made was like that I want a Mao to come to America and murder all of our pro- politicians and everyone's like oh.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and that, I did it. Well, I used to go up and do Kung Fu with, uh, with Andy and Turner Oh yeah, and I did like And yeah, they'd be like, don't talk about this certain stuff. And I thought I'd like cleverly done a thing. I did a joke about how like you can do anything you want in China if you're like an expat, except for like one thing. So I was like, you could be like 50 foreigners could be doing heroin under a bridge and a cop will rock up and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is anyone here criticizing the government? <laughs> yeah. Right, and like, and the crowd loved it. And then after, they pulled me aside and were like, "Come on, man! Like, we, we That's told, it. yeah, they're like, we told you that was the." And I was like, "No, I thought I was kind of in. And they're like, "No, no, you're not. <laughs> you're you're just not as, criticizing. You're not their- as clever as you think. <laughs> That's exactly what gets us in trouble. And it's it's them that gets in trouble too. Oh, like, they're right. not just like, oh, gone. we're protecting you. It's like, no, no, they can they'll get shut down too. So you realize, like, you know, they're they're doing comedy like." It's really Against, like, against censorship, it, it's, it's inspiring. It's it cool. Really is There's really funny comics out there, too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, all right. Tell people your Twitter address or where people can find you, Instagram, whatever, and then tell me one more uh, hostile fuck story.
0: Uh, yeah. You can find me at A Bear Comedy, at A Bear Comedy. What? What is it? My name is a- it's spelled H E B E R T because it's not the, even Herbert. The French hate themselves. No, H-E-B-E-R-T? it's. H E B E R T? Yeah, it's a French name. Sean is normal. Yeah, even that, you can spell it a bunch of different ways. S-E-A-N, though. That's how you spell it. Yeah, yeah. And that's my website, (laughs) 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 You Fucking Ari Shafir with your phonetic name. That's an easy route to success. Yeah. People call me Ari. Once yeah, Ari Schaefer coming yeah, into yeah, Toronto. Arie
2: Schaefer, Arie yeah, Ari Schaefer. Yeah, so you
0: can check out my stuff on that. If, you, uh, if you're in Toronto and like, you want to see me do comedy, call your local club and say, hey, yeah. there's a funny guy that isn't doing a lot of performing. If you're a Toronto no comic the books fucking shows, yeah. hit up at Sean Hebert. Yeah, I opened for Ari Shafir guys. That's this right. is I mean, this across is, the world. Come on, this really. Yeah. Oh, where'd you open for
2: Ari Shafir? Was it Hamilton? No, <laughs> no, Hong Kong. Yeah. China, guys, have you heard of it? China. Um, all right, now one more time: where you fuck somebody at a hostel? Wait, here's my question. Before that, could you get to like stay in like? Because my only problem with the hostel would be like at some point I'm gonna be like, guys, it's been great, I gotta go to sleep. So I think if I could get just one of those private rooms, pay the double, mm. but then still hang out with everybody. How much socializing is there in the dorm
0: room room? Uh n- generally not in the actual room itself. Okay, you just that's be doing it in a public area. Oh that's right? what I'm doing that. But that's where like that's why you have to get creative if you want to take someone back and you got eight other people in the room. Yeah. I was I went to a bar after a comedy show in a city that I didn't live in. Yeah. And I was <laughs> and I met a bartender there. What city? Singapore. Okay. And I met a bartender and she was um down she was down (laughs) and i was like fuck i live i'm like staying at this (laughs) stupid hostel like i'm staying in a room with four other people so she had a room though huh nah she had some she's like oh my parents are staying with Uh, me or something so so i was like okay well then let's that means boyfriend yeah well i don't jump i'm leaving the next fucking day i would love to tell you her name but i cannot (laughs) um so yeah then so i'm like okay well then let's just go to another hotel and like and get a room and this girl and I, I swear, went to probably 10 hotels. And every one of them was like, you need to have a passport to book a room. And I'm like, well, come on. Like, we're just like, we got money, you know? And they're like, you, by law, you have to have a passport to book a room. Because you didn't have it on you. No, I didn't have it with me I was like, oh, it's back at the hotel Like, she lives here And they're just like yeah,
2: all of China Yeah, and
0: I'm like, oh, we'll pay more You know, like, we're just really, like We really want to get a room, you know We're like, (laughs) for one hour Just show us the room, you know And they're like, no, 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 no And so, like, it became this ordeal Where this girl and I were, like We jumped in cabs And we were, like, going, like we're like, maybe we'll go to, like, Little India. Like, they're less strict. Uh-huh. Like, everyone was strict. Like, it didn't matter. So, we ended up having to go back to my hostel. And I went up to the desk. It was, like, four 4.30 in the morning now. And I'm like, Can, do you have any rooms that, like, are free? And they're like, oh, we have like, an, we have, like, a six-person room. But, like, if you want to get it, like, you have to buy more than one of the beds. Like, we can't just give you one bed. It's, like, not the way the room works. So, like, she and I had to, like... Put down money For like four of the six beds For them to give us the room Yeah Can you do that Can you get
2: like Oh I'll get four beds Like let's say There's a group of four of you Like can we not be paired up With two other people please
0: Yeah you can do that Yeah okay. so you can Reserve the whole room So they'll have a policy For that it be like Yeah our, our crew is traveling It's We're three You have a room of four We'll pay for the four okay. And then we'll have our own room So she and I had been, In the end We probably paid Like You know 150 bucks each Like to try to <laughs> find a, a room to, Oh yeah it's, Yeah it's, uh, and then, you know, we go in and, like, drunk fuck. And we're, like, not even that drunk <laughs> at that point. We're just, like, we're exhausted Man, from our ordeal, you know? And, uh, yeah, it just so wasn't worth it. <laughs> it's, <was, laughs> it like, the trials. That's, that's where, like, you know, if you're living in a... If you're traveling in a place where you can go find a public area, then that's Why better. Not? But Singapore is, like, a well-lit, over-governed, sad place that you can't find those spots. Yeah.
2: You fucking... With condoms and hostels? Uh, well, yeah On ca- occasion? Know. Yeah
0: <laughs> Gen- Generally, yeah you want Generally, me. yes All right, good for you Yeah, you know I had to I once had to get The morning after pill With a girl um, <laughs> After like the condom Broke or whatever In a hostel We went to this pharmacy And she was a Dutch girl And I was We were traveling In South America And we'd go to this pharmacy And the guy didn't speak A word of English And we didn't speak Spanish So we had to mime the morning after pill oh really like we had, yeah we had to mime like what, what was it we stabbing your belly <laughs> she she's like miming like a big belly and i'm miming like my like thrusting and then we're both like, like sad no. faces we're like we're like miming tears like oh no and she, i'm like pointing at her belly and she's like oh no and then the guy is just like leans in and he's just like you guys need the morning after pill we're like for fuck's sake! Like, he let us do it for like two minutes like oh for fuck's sake buddy
2: uh nice nice yeah you just gotta trust him, like hey man i know you're gonna give me any kind of pill you want or a placebo <laughs> but for real it's not bad if i don't get high on something fine but you really gotta sell me a real morning after pill
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah please don't sell me something this else. one's important dude yeah. it's just for her you know what i'm asking for <laughs> all right thanks sean yay thanks for having me congrats again jfl you you're welcome it.
2: yeah it was a fun show thanks for coming and uh congrats on coming back to fucking north america oh yeah welcome home thanks dude yeah. <laughs>
3: In I stayed in a chateau. A boy climbed into my bed, and I knew no boundaries. In Amsterdam, I got quite crazy. Maybe all the tulips and canals, or it might have been all that hash. And in Barcelona, Buenos Chocolate, Le Picasso. And in Brussels, clean cut hostel. And in London, me and the French oh.
2: Zehakol, everybody. That's it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Sean a. Bear. Toronto's comedy scene. Get at him. S-E-A-N. No, wait. What's his address? Oh, here it is. H-E-B-E-R-T. Comedy. On Twitter. Um, yeah, hook him up. Get him some spots. Get him to know everybody. He's a funny guy, and everybody fucking loves him. So, get, help him get started. The scene there. That's only cool. Man, that's what you get, though. That's what you get. You just get tons of fun. Shit happen to you. You just travel from spot to spot. It's so fucking romantic. The idea of it. And then you got to stay in those hostels. That's... A I wanted to stay in one in, like... What city in Scotland? It, Inverness? Inverness. Yeah, I want to stay in one there. There was, like, a traveler's... I know, I knew they could fucking... I was just... Let's just go fucking get blasted drunk with them and then go drive them my way the next day. I can't stand drunks, though, especially when I'm not drunk yet. I found some drunk Mexicans there at some bar in Inverness. Man, they were annoying. Not because they're Mexican, but maybe. Who knows? I just knew they were annoying. I didn't break down why. I uh, hope you all had a good Halloween. Uh, but, okay, so here's the deal. My storyteller show... Next live one is November 15th at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Get tickets at RAShaffier.com. My storyteller show, uh, it went really well this year. And um, how do I say this? Let's just say it, it it looks very good that there will be a third season of this storyteller show. This is not happening on TV, on Comedy Central. So comedians... You got about a year. Put some shit together. I am looking for good stories. So I don't want to book by names anymore. I just want to book by good stories. And I get that. We get the names. We'll get them. But also for like the other comedians who are just like the working comics. You know what Brett Ernst did? Brett Ernst just fucking recorded a story. It was killer. And he sent it to me. Or he sent it to us, me and Eric and Sam. I don't forget who he sent it to. Well, he sent it to his agent, and his agent sent it to us. But, you know, I'm accessible. So are those guys. And it was killer. And he'd been doing it for a while, and he had it fucking good. And we put him on the show, Kate Willett. We saw her do a story. It was fucking funny. And they're like, yeah, do it. You know, we could see it. So I'm telling you guys now, work on it. Get something. Think about a good story and work on it and then record it and shit. In six months, you have six months. We're not going to start booking at all until then. That's not true. We've started booking a little bit. Burt Kreischer is going to do it next year. Um, Joey Diaz, I'm sure, will do it again. Um, Worst case scenario, I can't use you. What's going to happen? What's going to happen if I can't? Then you fucking built up some killer five to 12 minutes. You have a closer. You know what I mean? Give it a go. Give it a go. Work on something. Work on it now because I don't want to give you guys, whoever it is, I don't want to give you a month to get a story prepared to record forever. Take a year. Start working on it. Especially, especially women and black people. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. I'm looking for you guys. Here's my thoughts on diversity in, in, in television. Stand up. Here's my thoughts. If you are a white male comedian. And I had to tell a lot of you guys that were prepared, that were good enough, that it was like, oh, that's, you know... Definitely good enough for me to put on TV, but I, I, you know, I can't use another white male. If you're a white male comedian, you are underrepresented in terms of numbers on television, in terms of numbers of stand ups. That's just the way it is. There's so many of them. There's so many white male comedians, and a lot of them are great. A lot of them are shitty, but a lot of them are amazing. There's, but just so many Way more than the percentage you used on those on these type of shows. But on the other hand, if you are a person of color or if you are a woman, viewer, if you are at home watching television and you are a black lady or an Asian dude, you are underrepresented on television. So my thought is kind of split the difference i get it i get it i get it you want to see yourself everybody does i don't want to hear jokes even from good comics that are only like conservative valued you know i don't want to hear pro george bush jokes all day here or there sure but not all the time not that that's what people are getting but you know what i mean as an example i don't want to hear all sports jokes that's a better example you know i want to hear something different it's like, uh, enough. Wait, no, that's not as good as an example. something I'm against. It's something I'm against as the example. But the thing is, you want, to see some, you want to see yourself. You want to see yourself. That's my thought. You want to see yourself. You want to hear what you're into. Joke's about what you're into. And in that, in that way, women and black people are definitely underrepresented. Asian people too, but they don't seem to care. So I'm looking. So my thought is you gotta go out of your way to look to find the right ones. Cause what they try to make you do is just book anyone. Um get it done for the sakes of the of the silly blog post that'll come later. But it's not just for that, it's because really at home they are underrepresented. So you gotta look. You either just take who they shoved on your throat or you or you work harder. To find somebody who's got the level of of talent that you want, but at the same time satisfies this thing that there's a shortcoming of. So you look harder. Last year, we found a great woman. We found Miss Pat, a treasure. God, she's fucking amazing. Miss Pat is fucking amazing. And I I looked and I looked and I asked people, who are the funny black female comics? Who's out there? Who have I not heard of? And I got the fucking scent of her trail. Little people here or there would mention her. Byron Bowers would mention her. Other people on, on Twitter would like mention her. Who Who is this? What am I casting a sniff of? Well, turned out to be ass Crack. <laughs> Fuck you, Miss Pat. <laughs> But seriously, she was amazing, and we had to work harder to find her over just, here's somebody who's got the right genitalia. But we did, and it was totally worth the effort. So, black people and women, if you think you're one of those people, fucking work on a story. Get something good. Come on. Just work on it for a while. I really hate when some comics are like, how come I keep on your show? I don't know. I've never seen you do anything that would make me think of you for, for, for the show? Throw something together. I probably won't respond either way, no matter what. But, you know, maybe. Or I'll say like, hey, good job. You know, I can't use you, but I like this one. I might not like it, but who cares? I'm just one guy and whatever. Then fucking do another one and get better and better and better. Worst case scenario, you can get a closer out of it. No, that's not worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is you get just a solid bit out of it. Closes are hard to come by. Anyway, so tell the other comedians, whoever's listening to this, let them know. It's right at like, I don't know, how long would this be at? Minute like 2.02, something like that. Two hours and two minutes, right, right around there, I'm guessing. Um Spread the word, you know? I, I, I'm open to you guys to so fucking work on something. We, we lost a couple people this year. We lost one in particular that I really wanted, but I gave her a month to work on a story, and it just wasn't enough time to get something from scratch. It's not regular stand up. And, you know, she did the right thing. She told me she wasn't fucking, she couldn't get it done in time. It's hard. It's hard when the stuff's not coming together. Some of my stories have taken a year to develop. Some come together faster. And then other guys like Diaz, they can just whip them out the first try. You know? And well, That's not how I work. So fucking work on them. Please. 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 And then, you know, get them to me. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Sean A. Bear. Um, go out with something fun. I can't wait to get home. I'm sort of, I mean, I'm such, so nomadic right now. I've been gone for so long. I don't even feel like there's a home anymore. No, this feels like home where I am now. In the tropics, in the islands. Yeah. This feels nice. A few days here. I just had to do editing for this fucking show. I just had to do editing and I fucking hate it. I hate it. I don't know how editors do it. I hate it. It's minutia. It's all time I'm not spending on my stand-up. Not this podcast, this takes like a couple hours, but that stuff takes forever. You gotta look out, to, like see what little pieces of their fucking creativity can kill off. It's so hard. <sighs> anyway, new season, February. This is not happening. <laughs> the openings are gonna be the best openings in TV history. Thanks everybody. Ari Shavir, Skepper Tech, episode 243. Hostile territory with Sean Bear. I should stay in hostels. I mean, I've literally almost, I don't think I've ever really stayed in one. I should stay in them. I got to go somewhere. Morrissey just reminded me. He said we made a pact that I forgot about. Two new countries a year. Two new countries a year. And I was like, oh, no, I forgot about that. But I did it anyway. Not to mention going back to London, going back to fucking Australia and Canada. We'd known that was Count Canada. Not to mention that, I went to Thailand and I went to Scotland. Boom, boom. Next year, fucking, let's call it right away, Ireland. Be there. And then I don't know where else. The year before, what did I do? Mexico. Counts. Switzerland, maybe? No, that was the year before that. London? I don't know. It's fun to go places and see shit. Oh, by the way, just a little tip. Spoiler alert for life. If you do go somewhere, get a postcard and send it to someone, your parents or a friend, whatever, Uh, it kills. People love it. People love getting a postcard from someone on the road. Take that with you. Do with it what you want, but and you just got to go to the post office. And say how much do I put on this? Wherever you are in other countries, just be like how much, and then you throw like eight coins at them, and they they give you six of them back. Going, what what are you doing? Because you haven't learned which court, which what's a twenty? What's a twenty piece? Why do you have an eight piece coin? Countries, nobody does. But twenty, come on, man, ten I get. Twenty five, go right to the quarter. What's a fifth? Nope. Now that I think about it. Twenty is way more logical than twenty-five. Hmm. Uh, alright. Alright. Bye guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you every week. Tell your friends, Calgary. I'll be there soon. Thursday. Let's fill up Thursday. And fill in fill up the rest. Bye.
3: Knee is no way to be free. Lifting up an empty cup by silently. All my destinations will accept the one that's me, so I can breathe. Circles they grow and they swallow people whole. After lives they say goodnight to wives they'll never know. And a mind full of questions and a teacher in my soul. And so it goes. Or I'll have to go holding me like gravity. Are places that pull? Cool. If ever there was someone to keep me at home, it would be you. Everyone I come across in cages they bought. They think of me and my wandering, but I'm never what they thought. Got my indignation. But I'm pure in all my thoughts I'm alive Wind in my hair I feel part of everywhere Underneath my being Is a road that disappears Late at night I hear the trees They're singing with me I find a way to be Tell me a satellite Forever orbiting I knew all the rules But the rules did not know me Guaranteed